She don't wanna be afraid no more. You don't wanna be afraid no more. Don't wanna be afraid no more. You don't wanna be afraid no more. That she works out perfect. And then she told me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Remember the Loot, episode 35, the show reminding you it's better than nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, alongside me, as always, is the man who's very mighty, but certainly not number nine, Resident Evil. Please do not try to run a game on me. I am not a PlayStation. Also here with us, B-Button Guy. <sighs> and last but certainly not least, T-Bird. Hey. What if I was expecting Tanner to go, well, hello there. <laughs> I am Tanner. It's like after 25 takes of It's like a caveman. It's like if you throw a typewriter in a room full of like uh, chimpanzees, they'll eventually write Shakespeare. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rumor the Loot, a proven gamer podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. No, 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 no. Let's do this again. What's up, everybody? This is Remember the Loot. Proving Gamer loves us. Okay. That, that'll work, too. <laughs> is that kind of the same thing? <laughs> Just shooting from the hip, bro. <laughs> uh, like always, we start the show off right with a toast. We did. Six times ago. Six times yeah. ago. Six takes ago. Oops. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we tried to go live on Twitch like eight times and it failed miserably every time. We drank an entire monster every time. Mm-hmm. Every Wait. time. Yeah, pretty much. Did we? I still got some. Almost. Huh? I had to go make protein shakes well, because you're, I was running a monster. You're compensating for something. For the I took, <laughs> yeah, I have the, the tall boy. So, what is this? This is uh, 24 fluid ounces. Well, I tell you what, for appearance purposes and our sponsors, we will reenact our toast. Never opened this can before. No, completely full. I have not taken a sip. <laughs> this week's toast is a shout out to our boy Roman Reigns and a trophy. <laughs> what was that? Uh, be a tranny for 10 minutes. <laughs> Uh, Life goal. Do the I mean, uh, Rocky what? Horror Picture Show. What? In its entirety. Anyways, Rum Reigns. Thank oh, you, sir. Another one. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Wow. And wow. another one. What the freak? <laughs> what? That was also an extra chapter, and extra chapters uh, are like even harder than normal chapters. Oh, that's why it took you to uh, this. That's why it took us six takes to record. Anyways, Roman Reigns, <laughs> thank you for failing your wellness test, losing the belt, and letting our boy Dean Ambrose take over because it's still real to us. Dean Ambrose, also known as the John McClain of the Wrestling Federation, he's the oh. title master. Yeah, he has a belt finally. To see and uh, AJ Styles beat uh, John Cena. AJ Lee, oh, okay. I got excited for a second. <laughs> no. no, AJ Styles oh, no. beat John Cena, Come and on. that is that's that's a big deal uh, in, in a 
Because John Cena has squashed everyone he's ever gone up against that the universe wanted. Kicks out on one. Kicks out on one. He kicks out on two. And then uh, here we go. AJ Styles comes up. And after losing to Reigns, I was sure that he was just going to get buried by Cena. Now, what's probably going to happen is he'll get buried 50 times after this. But, hey, he got one. By Cena all 50 times. So. Uh, Kurt Angle has a uh, new shirt out for this charity he's doing. It's uh, Kurt Angle, and it says, Make uh, Wrestling Great Again. I like that. I if Kurt Angle comes back, I, I will watch again. <clears throat> See, oh, yeah. I support that. he said that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he said that uh, he's coming back. He just doesn't know when. Like, that, that door is open. But I, I read on uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Torch, I believe, that that might not be the case. Um, the thing is, there's two guys in NXT right now. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Gable. Chad Gable, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, that team he's a part of, those guys would be perfect with Kurt Angle as their manager. Holy crap. Because they are straight-up Kurt Angle knockoffs. Kurt Angle's still but in the They're both really good. Kurt Angle can still wrestle, to my knowledge, right? He's not like... Hey, he still he, does. He doesn't have, like, uh, the... Like, his spine hasn't been, like, removed and he's a, he, he broke his neck not too long ago or had some neck operation okay. because it was so tore up. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> he, he's fine. He's carting. He can do anything. It's not like Rey Mysterio. I had surgery in my left knee eight times. <laughs> he don't. And they gave me a new one. <laughs> so they let me wrestle Big Show again. <laughs> I remember this one time Rey Mysterio came back and, like, he had this bump where he had to, like, jump off, like, the, the uh, Jumbotron. And he totally botched it, and he, he like was injured his his debut night. It's like he just like completely <coughs> missed. Mm-hmm. His knee snapped in half right as he was jumping. Everyone's like, "Yeah, Rey Mysterio." Oh no! Oh, he's dead. He's I dead. tell you, well, when I fell in love with uh, Seth Rollins, uh, was when the Shield was together. It was like their first major pay per view. Mm-hmm. He um <clears throat> he had to do a spot where he like did some kind of like swanton, uh, very Jeff Hardy style. Like does a swanton on like two tables they were fighting evolution i believe it was and he like kind of missed his mark and hit the back of his head on the table Ooh. and my oh, i remember that actually dude it, my family get, used to get together for every single wrestling pay-per-view up until my latest child and the ww network you know became available for 9.99 include with all pay-per-views including wrestlemania <laughs> uh, 9.99 a month <clears throat> all right 9.99 uh so he took that that bump and he hit the back of his head and i was like dude that ninja's dead and uh, I was like, he got up, and you know, I, I say he got up. I, he was out the rest of the match, but like he got, like was on there Monday night. The next night, wrestling again. I was like, that was a nasty hit. That dude, mm. right? He was dead, and that was kind of that moment that solidified. I told everybody, I called, I said that that's the guy, right there. That's the breakout star of the Shield. Yeah, uh, and he was he jumped off of uh, that little walkway at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like make, taking some high risk stuff and. Then when he broke out of the shield and became the champion, I was mm-hmm. like, "I told y'all." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I told y'all. And uh, Dean Ambrose is making an impression too. I, I, oh I yeah, think he's, he's great. Awesome. He's great. He, he's got that like old school brawler like mentality, you know. And and just you're right. It's like he's like straight up like it's like it took him out of Die Hard and put him in a wrestling ring. That's <laughs> basically he he comes in the ring with a wife, with a wife beater and, and uh, uh, no shoes. Yep, yep. His feet are bleeding. <laughs> he's been running on glass. He's got a submachine gun. I don't know how they let him in the arena with it. But oh my god! So like, so he's a champ now, right? And most champs have more like an elegant entrance into the building, you know. And and the rumor is 
And we've seen other champions in the past, but they ride in lawn, uh, lawnmowers. Good Lord. Limousines. That would be awesome. Lawnmowers and limousines. <laughs> you know, the same thing. Hope uh, you like what I did the old lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, freaking, this dude rolls up in a taxi the other day. <laughs> He's got his uh, book bag on with like, his gear in it. He's got the belt in his hand. And I saw a meme that says, <laughs> when, uh, it says, um, uh, when you ch- when you gotta uh, defend the championship, but you can't afford that limo, <laughs> and, and he like runs out of a taxi. I wonder if uh, like that was scripted or, or if that's like legit. Like he called from his his hotel, and was like, "Hey, I need a taxi." And he uh, walks out with a belt over his shoulder. And he's like, "Yeah, I need to get to Madison Square Garden in like twenty minutes." Think you made that happen? Yeah, I'm so glad he's a champ. Uh, <laughs> anything so for you? Freaking GTA option where it says uh, like. Faster or just skip cinematic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening. Um, a lot of uh, failed drug tests. <laughs> uh, so good. Oh my goodness! No! That's off limits and you know it. You technically said not during live shows. You said not during live shows. You said that. God darn it. <laughs> I knew you guys. I knew you. Freakers would find a loophole. Gum Gum Gatling. You Mihawks and you Luffy's. Alright, so I'm trying not to let my body just go wherever it pleases during a trophy pop. I'm trying not to freak out. But it's hard, man. <laughs> You get stuck with a G. It's exciting when someone else is getting you trophies. I've already platinum this game. Speaking of, hey, I got a platinum this game this week. Hey. Oh. I guess that's what you've been playing this week. Well, after. Well, yeah, 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 you're right. And a little bit of Overwatch. I'll hop back on Overwatch. Um, you mean a little bit of Overwatch? My foot. What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you you're mean? Dead addicted. I ha- this is the first time I picked it up in maybe two weeks. Two weeks have it's like t was like, hey, man, I'm picking up Overwatch so we can play together. All right, fam. <laughs> Doesn't play for two weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't played You know weeks. what, though? That's what, that's what T-Bird does to us. When we pick up games <laughs> that he's playing, he quits playing. Yeah. I caught the T-Bird. Eventually, uh, eventually, we'll be on the same wavelength and play the same games. One day, maybe we could all play Overwatch together. Or Umbrella Corps. Oh, yeah. It's always been a dream go, of mine. Go prone boning. And <laughs> prone boning? <laughs> go ball dragging while fighting zombies. <laughs> Getting your balls hey, look, it's Ken's, uh, it's, it's Ken's little red nose that Brian's stuck oh, in his butt. Oh, cute. That's so adorable. What oh. happened to him? Oh, my God. Well, you see, he ate the chop-chop fruit so he can be cut and not hurt. So. Is uh, One Piece all you've been playing this Enemy. week, uh, B-Button? Well, well after, I, uh, after I platinumed it... Um, I kind of didn't play games for a few days, and I, I read some manga and all that, because it, it burned me out, like, believe me, because uh, this was a grind. It took a total of 23 hours and 58 minutes, I think, total. How many to seconds? Uh, we're going to say 27. But, you know, 23 hours for Platinum is really not that much. It's, it's not, that. but when you play, like, a broken game like this, like, especially right out the gate, like, there's so many things broken about this game where characters are unbalanced. Um, you have your Logia types, which I explained earlier. I don't know if it, if it was this. No, it wouldn't have been this one, but a Logia type can basically negate um, normal moves, and you can just it phases right through them. Um, and you fight a lot of those right out of the gate. And it's just super, super broken. Until you get your characters to a higher level, and then you can basically just spam um, mm-hmm. your opponents, and you can win that way. Oh, my and, God! And so it heals... 
It feels a lot longer <laughs> than it does in reality. Okay. <laughs> that, like I said, I hopped on a little bit more Overwatch. I played the Resident Evil 7 teaser mm. uh, by myself. I found that lockpick and I got that axe, though. Um, mm. Hashtag. Uh, hashtags? Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. What that axe do, though. What Did you find out what the dummy finger does? No, uh-uh. I, I tried putting it up everything I could. What if they don't do nothing at all? Like, it, it might. Probably doesn't. What if they're just, if they're just troll, well, troll all items? All the mannequins and the baby that falls down the did, stairs. Did, did, did you look up to see if you could see? No, him? I keep forgetting about the baby. There's nothing there. I looked it up. It literally just falls from the spawn? sky. I looked up once and it fell behind my back. Oh. Oh. This game is self-aware. Oh, oh <laughs> don't die on us, bro. Try not to. Yeah. Uh, what about you, T-Bro? What you been playing? Nothing. Honestly, I haven't played anything this week. I haven't really been in the mood for anything. Touche. So touche. You just been hanging out at your house, watching any animes? No, just no? been going to the gym and just going on the sleep. That's gotcha. What? Uh, what'd you work out yesterday? Yesterday it was a rest day. Rest day. Oh, where's that <laughs> rest muscle face. at? Um, I don't know. In the neck? Yeah, I think it's the neck. Would that make most sense, right? Because you rest your head on a pillow? <laughs> the rest muscles actually between your index finger and your thumbs. And it usually consists of placing a remote control. Ah, I, I think I know that motion. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Decided? Ah. We call that rester size. Yeah. With this, rest-er-size. you can take pictures. <laughs> oh. Oh, snap, selfies. Yeah. You can, uh... Go on. Play with stress balls. You can we flick your bean. Looks like. You can pinch nips. <laughs> you can flick your beans. <laughs> Just get off me. <laughs> and you can play games. Why didn't you play no games on your rest day? Oh. You didn't play a single solitary game on your rest day. No, I didn't actually. I went to cookout you, instead. Ah. You where'd you get a cookout? Milkshake. What kind of milkshake. Did it bring all the boys Jump. to the yard? Did you have to yeah, beat those boys? Kind of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I got an Oreo chocolate milkshake. It was Oreo awesome. chocolate. T-Bird out mingling with the local uh, folk. Mm. It wasn't no local folk. You you know everybody. They're not from here. No, they are. Then they're local. Oh God! Oh my gosh! It got some freaking doors. Well, since you didn't play no games, yeah, I play games <coughs> for you and you and you and you and me. Sorry, guys. You. Yeah, I played a lot of games. Last weekend, I started off hot and heavy with Gone Home. I don't really like Gone Home. Literally. I've already expressed how I didn't like Gone Home. Uh, I thought it was uh, a major letdown from what I expected. But, you know, that's what happens when you have your expectations in check. Well, I mean, they build it as a um, a horror game. Yeah, spooky. Well, that was my interpretation of the said build up I thought it was I'd never hear that though from people who have actually played it it's not it's a uh, it's been referred to as a lesbian fetch quest and I would 100% put that on if it, if it sold physically I would put that on the box you just turn the box around and it's like a couple screenshots and like big bold letters lesbian fetch quest but yep that's actually a good way to describe it um but it was a PS Plus game it was free and it's realistically an hour and a half you can 100% the game yeah. so even though it doesn't have a platinum I 100% it, and uh, you know it was cool. I mean, I, I I don't hate the game, but it uh, you don't like the story. Well, I really, honestly, and truthfully, I wanted it to be a spooky game. 
They could still be what it was, but with ghosts. I mean, it's look like it looks like they literally took the house from Slender, and like copy and pasted it. And from what I remember, all these cool nineties, you know, things in there. I'm like, they I love the beat 90s. into your skull. Yeah. It's like, oh look, Nirvana, 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 Misfits, Nirvana. I think uh, <coughs> a lot of like from from what I've seen and read and all, it's like a lot of the storytelling. There's a lot of storytelling in the game, like hidden That's all it is. and like. Little I don't, journal I don't, notes about yeah. how a girl is on a journey to become. Okay, it's not that like it's not it's not intentional. It's like literally, it's like a, you're the, you from the point of view of a sister, and you're like ro- walking through your house. Now I gotta say the house is awesome. There's nooks and crannies and hidden stuff everywhere, and you find these little journal notes, and it's your sister, kind of talking about her teenage years of confusion, right? And how she in starts there. to fall in love with her best friend, and how like organically that all kind of played out. Until the point where she like wanted to like run away with her best friend, who was in some kind of band, yeah. and then like she goes to leave and be in her band, and she's all like, "But we're supposed to be together." And then the, my interpretation of things originally was it was supposed to be a spooky story. It wasn't a spooky story. And then as the the, the notes are going and the story's playing out, it was like, "Oh snap! This chick's gonna kill herself." And then she doesn't do that either. I was like, "Oh, well, dang." Yeah. So basically, cool. she just left with the girl. Yeah. Everything I heard was like it, it. I don't. I don't get the impression that it was a spooky game. It was more like uh, just this this dark story about a teenage girl and her and her issues, you know, and and, and the people around her. Like uh, one of the things I heard was like I think it was her dad in the story, like uh, wanting to like. There's a part where you isn't there a part where you like find a uh, note or something at, uh, or a a message on a voice recorder uh, talking about his book that he's writing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then, like, uh, later on, you find, like, boxes of, of the book unopened, and there's, like, liquor bottles everywhere from, like, where the book didn't sell well, and he became an alcoholic because it didn't, didn't pan out the way he wanted to, and just little things like that. Yeah, it's a typical 90s story, daddy issues, yeah. getting experimental and kind of weird. We'll say this, though. Run you, away with a punk band. You want a first-person <laughs> spooky game? Outlast. You have Outlast, don't you? Yeah, I mean, but, you know, Gone Home was so, so overly hyped up. And, yeah. which will lead us into some conversation later, but good lord. Anyways, well, my I'm overhyping Outlast for you right now. You I mean, play I, I played Outlast. It was a great game. I just hadn't finished it. Like a, every other game I have, I haven't finished it. Um, Outlast is great. It's though. not two hours long, but no. it'll probably be about <clears throat> eight, uh, ten, maybe. Eight, 10, 20, 30, 80, 80 hours, actually 80 hour game. So what Sorry I decided to do was I had Not like right. a god-awful amount of games on my hard drive and I needed the space. So I was like, I'm just going to burn through whatever I can burn through and get rid of some stuff. So I started with that one, knocked it out, 100% it. Mm-hmm. Um, then out of nowhere, like a freaking RKO, my son was like, hey, daddy, you know, I've been saying he wanted to get trophies and stuff. He's like, hey, Daddy, will you do this? Will you help me get this trophy on uh, Minecraft? I'm like, sure. Now, everyone knows I don't like Minecraft. I have not. I don't get it. I thought it was ugly, not a visually pleasing game. I thought, I thought it was dumb, you know, and and just never clicked with me. You know, and some people like are Minecraft fanatics. They'll lose their life in Minecraft. Um, Last night, it clicked, and it clicked hard. Oh, man. I have been playing Minecraft. I played Minecraft last night for about two, three hours with my kids. And I played today for about four and a half hours. A lot of trophies wow. we had in that game. I, I, dude, we even trophies. We played on PlayStation Four last night, Xbox uh, One today. 
<clears throat> and it like we put in about four and a half hours a day, and I could not believe the time went by that fast. Oh yeah. Uh, so we have been having a blast, and I don't know what is different now, but it just it clicked, and I was like, oh, I, okay. And at, well, first it was the chase of the trophies. You guys know how I feel about that. I love it. The hunt. You know, and I was like, well, I mean, I'll play this game because it makes my kids happy. I don't enjoy it. But and for me, it's like, well, I'm getting trophies. I'm getting achievements. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's my excuse to, to kind of muscle through it. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, snap. I need to <coughs> go get this, you know what I'm saying, so that I can make this weapon. So that I can continue my quest for this cobblestone. You know, you get 1,728 pieces of cobblestone right. and put it in a chest. And anyways, long story, you know how Minecraft goes. Mm-hmm. The freaking wheel got me. And I'm like, oh. So now, like tomorrow, the deal is with my kids, it's going to be hot as crap outside anyways. I said, tomorrow we play Minecraft. We might play all day. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, I've been playing a ridiculous amount of Umbrella Core. You know, if, you're, if your kids play uh, Minecraft like a lot, you'll get that um, play for 100 days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. No time. Oh, yeah. They've already got it on uh, Xbox One. <clears throat> Um, working on my PS4 right now, but I actually got introduced to Minecraft when it, it when it first released for the Xbox 360. I had a buddy of mine that played on PC, and he's like, uh, "This is back when we used to play like Call of Duty and stuff together." And he's like, "Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty." You got to download Minecraft to play it with me. I'm like, "Dude, I just I don't know if I'm I'm I don't know that's gonna be much kind of game, you know? I don't know if I have time to play that and all." He's like, "Dude, just try it." Well, I mean, for a long time, the, uh, the PC version when it was an alpha, it was free. So a lot of people were trying. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, but he was huge in the PC version. But we downloaded it on the Xbox 360, and we had a blast. We played that game four hours, just building random stuff. And he's a big uh, uh, Clemson football fan, so he actually built like a giant Clemson Paul in the sky. You know, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, look what I built! Like rubbing it in because I'm a Gamecock fan. So it was Ooh. like a little friendly like r- rivalry there. You know, <laughs> um, game who? But we had we had a blast. You know, uh, just. Just d- digging and, and and finding stuff to craft, you know, like yeah, dude. Uh, it's incredible open sandbox world, you know, like it's just, you can get lost in it, and and I'm sure by now everyone's at least seen or tried Minecraft, right? But now it's apparently the the, like the new Tetris. Yeah, it's the uh, most sold game. So literally, it's the new Tetris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I played it on 360, and then uh, I went through that like this transitional phase where I was. Uh, the PS4 was coming out, and I was super excited for it, and I talked my wife into um, trading my 360, or actually both our 360s in with all our games to pre-order a PS4. And the PS4 came out, I got it, but like the titles I was getting for it weren't really appealing to her, you know? Because I was trying to sell her so hard on it, I was like, you don't understand, we're going to get like a new Elder Scrolls, and we're going to get this and that, and, and like, you know, a lot of games that you're really going to like. And uh, it, it really wasn't like, it wasn't clicking with her, you know? Like, she was... Uh, or she wasn't buying into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, because when I got it, I got like a uh, Resogun and I got uh, Battlefield 4 and stuff like that, you know, games that I was playing. She's like, When's your, when are these games going to come out that I'm going to like? And I'm like, Well, never. Just, just give it a little bit of time. Give it time. Because, you know, like the, the, um, it, for a while, the PS4 didn't really have good titles coming out. I like, made it really messed up, Joe. Like, like first party titles, anyway. But I held it in. Thank you. You're welcome. It's about my wife. It out. No, no, it's, not, it's about women and gaming in general. <laughs> I didn't want to trigger anybody. <laughs> nope. T bird might get triggered. Well, what I was gonna say. I'll trigger you right now. Oh, get okay. off me! Get, get off me! I was gonna say. Don't worry, babe. Kitchen simulator's coming out soon. Ooh. Why did you say it? Why wow. Did you say it already? Because we're not live. I can edit it out if I want to. Nah, we're leaving that in. Actually, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> so they're actually releasing a VR version. They're releasing a VR version of that game. And you look down and your feet are actually smaller. Kitchen simulator? So you can stand closer to the stove. So, uh, not really. really Diablo 3 finally released on the PS4, so we were playing that together, and uh, we ended up beating it, and that was quite a grind. But but then Minecraft got uh, announced for PlayStation. So I downloaded like the day it came out, and we, I I talked her into playing it, and we must have played that game for four hours into the night. And did nothing. Like we just dug tunnels and put torches up, and then we looked at the clock. And we're like, we should probably go to bed. Uh, and we did that for like weeks, just just hanging out, and playing Minecraft together. That's awesome, though. Yeah. So the biggest problem I had with the game going into it was my kids always want to play on creative, <laughs> creative, creative. They're like, put us on creative, daddy. And I'm like. Um, I'm like, I don't want to play creative because every time you turn that option on, it tells you no trophies, no, trophies, no achievements. And it's like committing Harry Carry every time. So, they want to fly and, and, and have unlimited resources. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And then they love to, they love that stuff. Host privileges. Yeah. They want to be able to teleport. Host advantage. Oh God. So, um, so anyway, so like putting a, I told them on PlayStation four, we play survival only mm-hmm. and then on xbox one which is primarily where i make them play um you know they can do whatever they want so but now all of a sudden the the they want to play on survival because they want they're they're really getting getting into the challenge of doing these things on their own you know so uh uh anyways i've been playing a ton of that and uh a lot of umbrella core i've played umbrella core for probably about eight hours this week um, which you guys know, for me, that's a ton of time, especially in a multiplayer game like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a, an obscene amount of time for me. Uh, but with my wife going through her master's program, every night is school right now. So, like, daddy's getting game time. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. I really, really enjoy that game. Uh, you know, I'll go into that a little bit later on in the show. But, you know, it's uh, fun. I think it looks good. It's very fast. <laughs> it's very uh, over the top, like... Very, very prone crawlish. Very, well, you don't have to crawl prone, but it's fun. You know? yep. It's like, you cool know, me. That's because we're having fun. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like you don't have to do it, but why wouldn't you when you don't slow down? Why not crawl around, sneak up the side of somebody's butt, and put the brainer in it? Brain in the butt. Mm. Brain in the butt. Oh, that made it weird. <laughs> Anyways, that's me. Oh, it's uh, not weird yet. I don't. I don't think I've put anything else in. I've been pretty much uh, stuck on. Those. I literally have one trophy left for the Resident Evil Five Platinum, but couldn't turn Umbrella Core off long enough to go get it. And you're just gonna turn around and get it again. <laughs> on, uh, I know because it comes out Tuesday on PS4. Yeah, and Xbox One. But you have. And I'll uh, buy it both. You have that pre-order paid off. Oh uh, no! Actually, she uh, for Father's Day, my wife pre-ordered and paid off Resident Evil Four. The better one. I like her. She thought that I already had it pre-ordered and paid off, mm-hmm. and because that one didn't have a re- release date, she went ahead and paid that one. Oh, nice. So. Cool. Um, I have been playing some more uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I don't know. I just got this wild hair in my butt. Uh, Hi-oh. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> too soon. Um, where, like, I just wanted to come home from work. Uh, I don't 
I, you know, I work nights. I don't really like going straight to bed when I go home because I'm going to sleep during the day anyway and then wake up get ready for work and all that jazz. Uh, so I'll, I'll come home from work and relax instead of like trying to jump on Final Fantasy VII, which I've also been playing. Because mm. um, I'll end up just falling asleep anyway. Being tired. I'll, I'll put on Rainbow Six and uh, play some ranked matches. And I've actually been really surprised and 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 excited for the fact that I can get I can come home, get on a ranked match, and there's people using their mics to like uh, communicate and and play the game like it's supposed to be. Played. I like how you said that. Like it's strange for people to use mics nowadays, which it is. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like because uh, you know coming from like Halo and Call of Duty, like usually you mute everyone because. It's always they're just aggravating, right? Talking about how, you know, talking about mom, sexy mom. time with your mom. Yeah, no one, no one wants to hear that crap. No. But you know, on Siege and like, or Overwatch even, you know, or like, uh, teamwork is key, right? Yeah. You I gotta have was, mics. Like uh, Resident Evil. I, I'm not sure about that. All right, guys, we're all gonna go prone. <laughs> 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 oh my god. We're gonna go prone and we're gonna. Uh, Brain everybody. <laughs> We're gonna dash towards them in our prone uh, position and swat swat their their anklets. <laughs> anklets <laughs> with our mountain climbers. <laughs> Dang, girl, look at that anklet. Look at that anklet, bro. I'm gonna hit it with my mountain climber. <laughs> hit you in my mountain. <laughs> hit you in the cankles with my my brainer. <laughs> my brainer. Take a look at the brainer. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I was actually telling B Button guy this. I was I'm kind of proud of Ubisoft for they've actually been supporting Siege a lot lately. Uh, you know, it's funny. A couple weeks ago, I mentioned how they, they we, you yeah, know, you we were ranting about we it. were like waiting for our new uh, operators and maps, and like the next day they released them. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, listen. Thanks, or, or, or at least gave us a release date. And they had them, their finger so. on the button. They're like, if this dude would just say the word, <laughs> just say the word, man. Uh, They've also been adding some updates to fix some of the operators, uh, to make them better, uh, to fix some of the glitches and stuff that people have been complaining about. Because it's, it's funny because uh, I actually watched a video today um, where the guy was kind of ranting about. I mean, this is months. This is probably back in like March, and he was ranting about some of the glitches uh, in the game and how some of those glitches sometimes ruin the game. I mean, now all those glitches are fixed, so it's like not really a big issue. Um. So, but they're they're still supporting the game, and the game is so much fun. And I think it's a very underrated game. Um, I mean, if you're looking for, if you're into like tactical squad based shooters, definitely pick it up. It's so much fun. It's um, almost six. You know, if uh, you really like tactical third person team based shooters, what is you first should get Umbrella Corps. Umbrella Corps uh, first person when you go. I'm not, I'm not into third person games. I only play first person. What person is Mighty Number no. Nine in? That's a uh, 2D platformer. That's, uh, you know, uh, I don't, fourth I don't person. Do 2D. Fourth it's person. better. It's better than nothing. Okay. It's it's better. It's be- yeah, it's better than nothing. Better than <laughs> you heart- heartless vulture. Sorry. That's what <laughs> I'm That's slogan for everything uh, from now on. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII still. Better. Than about nothing. thirty. It's better than nothing. I got about thirty-five hours in it. I'm on what we consider disc two, I guess. And uh, it's a it's it's good, uh, you know. A lot of people talk about this being like the best game ever made, and all that's. I can't I can't agree with that. Simply because I feel like the game is is very overhyped. The, the game is a very important. It's a very important like game. Is this like, your first time playing it? It's like that third time I've started this game. Oh. Um, but this take- is this is the farthest I've ever been in the game. 
I won't say it's the best game ever made uh, because that title can only go to Resident Evil 2. But I will say it's Obviously. better than any. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere else, but I was like, it's better than yeah. I mean, a lot of people consider it's it Final Fantasy. A lot of people consider it the best game ever. I, I feel like there are better RPGs out there. Parasite Eve 1 and 2. Um, so. Did you see that was on sale today, too? Uh, nin- Ninja, I own them, yeah. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. For the Vita? Of course. What were the Vita sales? Because I didn't see them. I saw um, a few. Yeah. I can't remember any off the top of my head, but I saw a few. Uh, Japanese games. Cool. I'll check them out later. There's a lot of uh, PSTV compatible games for sale on there. Like gotcha. Parasite Eve. I already bought it. So good. Like 99 cents when I bought it, I think. But yeah, that's about it for me. Um, I guess we'll get into more like later the why. I think it's... Overhyped to a sense, you know, kind of goes into what our, our question is. The overall theme of of this week's yeah episode is just the overhype, the underhype, the hype train, the old hype train, so. all on the horizon. Star Citizen. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> jumping straight into our topics, uh, we're gonna do something a little different. Um, we're actually gonna be filming uh, a series of. Uh, new segments to deliver uh, via YouTube. Uh, go to youtube.com slash official proven gamer um, to check them out. So, um, so we're going to go through some topics. They're, they're newsworthy, but these are more like our thoughts on them. So uh, uh, hit us up on our email, uh, remember the loot at provengamer.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to uh, uh, share anything else with us, we can discuss on the show. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Um, our first topic, I guess we'll jump into the WWE suspends Roman Reigns. What? You, Say it ain't so. You didn't hear that? Good. That, we said that monster on the mic? That technician of the ring? Like, Say it ain't so. I don't believe it. The technician of the butt licking? That don't really rhyme, but I, it was, doesn't. I was trying to rhyme something there. Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, it's a shame when uh, somebody can't pass a drug test for for whatever reason. We don't really know the uh, whatever alleged uh, drug that he failed in his wellness exam. But you know, uh, apparently, one would uh, assume that the uh, WWE has quite the uh, drug screening. Um, you know, being that they're a publicly traded uh, company, they have got a uh, pretty. I hear it's a pretty uh, hard standard. You know, you, you got to pass drug tests. Can't be on the roids anymore. Uh, you can't sure. be on the painkillers anymore. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, uh, apparently Roman Reigns he uh, didn't pass his test before Money in the Bank, so they knew about this. It's a crying shame. I was never on no pain pills or steroids. And oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently Roman Reigns didn't. Uh, he didn't. Passed his uh, wellness exam, and you know he did, unfortunately, but fortunately, dropped the title at uh, Money in the Bank, and uh, Dean Ambrose was able to cash in. Lunatic friend, I know, right? Which is the wor- worst, but coolest catchphrase for a or, or you know for a person. Like I, I don't. Hey, what is uh, a lunatic uh, friend? I've 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 heard worse. 
I mean, it's dumb because what is it? But it's cool because it really fits the bill. With it's it. when you're on the fringe, fringe, the fringe, the fringe, the fringe. That's that's actually the French version. French. Let me finish. The, the, the fringe, the fringe, the fringe, the fringe, la lunatique. So when you're on the fringe of lunacy, Daryl. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's have you never heard this before? I mean, yeah. What was the band name we came up with earlier? Or can we say that? I forgot already. No, no, I don't think we can say that one. Okay, um, never mind. No, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably something terrible, but that's their album, On the Fringe of Lunacy. La France, ha 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 ha. Anyways, uh, so you uh, get the lunatic Fronge, he is the champion. And uh, I want to just throw this out there. That now that all three members of the Shield have become WWE champion, Seth Rollins obviously being the greatest of the three. Uh, I am very excited that Dean Ambrose gets his shot, and I hope he keeps the belt for a while. Am I, very am I the only one that kind of, sort of misses Shield? Who? I missed the Shield, Shield because oh, it, was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a cool tag team. Uh, they did cool stuff. And a cool and, intro. Yeah, really cool intro. Um, really cool ring gear. You know, the ballistic oh, yeah. gear. It was really nice, yeah, neat. Definitely. And uh, well, the first time they came out, they were like dressed like Steve Jobs, turtlenecks and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember. I really, I really just like the fact. They're, that Were they introducing the new iPhone? Yeah, <laughs> they were. They were. The Roman Reigns just Roman stood Reigns there. Was like, ooh, <laughs> iPhone six plus. <laughs> <laughs> they look. Did you see how much damage that just did? Down? Anybody? Uh, yeah, two. That green is that. how much it hurt me. Two. That's right. <laughs> My dog is uh, across the room having a bad dream. <laughs> it's better than enough. It's better enough. It's better than enough. <laughs> don't, no, Roman Reigns, don't do it. Mighty number nine. Um, anyway, it's better. Uh, oh, Roman Reigns. Roman. He, uh, Ramona Reigns. Um, I liked it better in the Shield because he didn't talk much. Ramona, yeah, nope. Ramona Ryder. He the was only the, one that really talked was uh, Luna Chifron. I know, and he was the. Uh, you know, Roman was the muscle, mm-hmm. and like people really liked him. He was the muscle. I liked him. He was the muscle. Mm-hmm. He went straight in that muff, and they did that. Uh, Straight power bomb. Straight in the muff for the power bomb. But see, in the, you know when you got like uh, when he was at uh, Straight Royal Rumble, sounds like a. Sh- <laughs> I was trying to. Get, sounds like a dirty film. Straight, straight in the, the muff, muff. <laughs> starring Ramona Reigns. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> gotta make sure I. Oh, <laughs> power up my Superman punch. <laughs> Ooh. Right. Oh, I just want to throw this out there. There's a handful of things that I can't stand about Roman Reigns. And A is... <laughs> Jerking off his wrist in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, he does that. And he has a taunt for every move. He has he more does. taunts than he has moves. What What does he do before the uh, the one on the side of the ring? I forgot it. But where he... That's a Samoan leg drop? You know what I'm talking uh, about? The one where he like set the, he runs and big boots him or whatever? Yeah. Uh, so he, like, doesn't he like jump on the ring and sit down? He does. Uh, yeah. yeah that's it's like a, yeah, it's didn't stupid. him and like that's 12 other wrestlers in history do mm, that? That's, that's that's up on it. Well, he yeah, does a spear as well. Like we haven't had enough of a spear. spear. No, no, no. Like, like you have, you got Roman. Like, I'm trying to think what he's saying. Like the dude's laying on the outside of the ring right here and Roman's on the outside. Yeah, and he yeah. like jumps. He does he doesn't taunt do, too. I don't think he does anything for that one. No, he does. He does the oh thing and Before then everything. kicks him. In yeah, the face. <laughs> true that. How's that go, T Bird? Yeah, I'm sorry. No one does the spirit like Goldberg. Mm-mm. I agree. Uh, Rhino does, but like no, that, yeah, would, that would that would be the gore. That's the gore. Also, uh, man, people don't get gore. injured quite as much. because yeah. <laughs> Goldberg would like his would feet would be though. straight up, like <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. air. His spear was so it was like it was like 
give them whiplash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so nasty. Like you didn't have to sell the spear when Goldberg did it because Goldberg he made you sell it. Now when <laughs> Edge does the spear, all right, people have to sell the spear because there were times where Edge would spear people and they would just it was like he'd run to a wall. Yeah, but, but Edge would also spear. Uh, spear people off of like ladders. So. True that. <laughs> and the thing is, Edge's like freak out before the spear yeah. was so worth oh, watching. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's so good. Um, all, I, all I can say is I'm glad they didn't force the uh, the spear on like Ryback. Like, yeah. Yeah. He seemed, when I first saw him, I was like, I, know, I bet he's going to do some type of spear. I'll, but the clothesline, that meat hook clothesline yeah. was nasty. Oh, uh, Ryback's times. gone, isn't he? He was one of those people. Yeah, he, quit. Like, he quit. He quit. Uh-huh. He quit, yeah. He's going to be Ryborg, and he's going to be the TNA heavyweight champion in about three more weeks. Anyways. um, But, yeah, back to uh, Roman Roman Reigns. Uh, I liked it better when he was the muscle. I really liked when uh, he kind of had his little break out of the shield after the fact. And he, like, there was that one year at Royal Rumble where everyone was, like, totally hot on him. And then Batista came back. And freaking threw him out of the ring and then eliminated him. Yeah. Like, that was the time where he was over with the fans. And he was over with the fans because he didn't get a ton of promo time. He was the baby face muscle coming out of the shield, and people liked him. Believe they that. missed the boat. They waited another year. Then they rebooted him as this thing. And by then, everybody was like, no, 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 no. Now that we know more about this guy, he sucks on the mic. <laughs> and you cannot be the champion and suck on the mic. You just can't. Yeah. Not to mention, by then, the crowd was like, we want somebody like uh, Dean Ambrose or Cesaro. You know, like we want like Cesaro. God, why? Why don't they pull the trigger on Cesaro? God, he's so good. Give him the belt. Let him freaking <laughs> throw people to the <laughs> nosebleed section every night. With Gizzy, that guy is so frictionally strong, ridiculously strong, <laughs> like, and it's effortless. Like he, like he won't just pick you up and, and swing you by your legs. He'll pick the ring up and just and toss swing. you to the ground. <laughs> so, but Cesaro is awesome. So, <laughs> like, won't even break a sweat. But uh, Roman Reigns did go on Twitter and apologize. He says, I apologize to my family, friends, and fans for my mistake in violating WWE's wellness policy. No excuses. I own it. Hashtag I suck. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. I did it for I the rock. I did, I did it for yeah, the championship, it. brother. But, uh, yeah, good guy, good guy Reigns. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I tried to pump steroids into my body. Sorry I tried to be as big as See Cena. you guys on Raw. <laughs> so, they found his kick out juice. But, uh, <laughs> he's got a match coming up, doesn't he? No, nah, he's gone right now. He's thirty days. I mean, off. when he comes back, like he, oh, I'm sure battle, battleground. I'm sure they'll put him in for the belt. You know, oh, who knows? This might be uh, this might be a freaking hoax. The thing about wrestling is you don't know what's real and what's not real. Do you remember when Vince McMahon blew up in that limo? Vince McMahon faked his death, blew up the limo. But, when, but that same weekend, Chris Benoit killed his whole family and did? himself. <laughs> And so then Mr. Man had to come back and go, oh, I'm not dead. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, they killed that whole angle. Had to come back and say, by the way, not only am I not dead, uh, this whole thing is really unfortunate. We're sorry, you know. Linda. That sucked because like, I was like convinced Vince was dead. Oh, man. Then he gets on the mic. He's like, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to take a week off. Chris Benoit screwed it up. You re- <laughs> Benoit, screw Benoit. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Too Still soon. too soon. Yeah, that's, that's way too soon. <laughs> I miss Chris Benoit. He's so good. He's so got a son uh, who looks just like him, but without yeah, roids. <laughs> without the roids. Yeah, like, I think he's even missing the same tooth. Mm. Yeah. No, no he's got an older son. Yeah, the son he didn't, uh, you know, do away with. 
So yeah, so. we'll uh, we'll see how that pans out. Yep. I'm, Hopefully uh, he comes back and learns how to talk behind, talk behind a mic. Yeah, nope. I, th- I would hope they would give him thirty days off, and they would uh, let him learn <laughs> go thirty days off and go to speech therapy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like said a rehab. Not taking a rehab. <laughs> Roman, <laughs> this is a mic. <laughs> Get it away from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, put that child down. <laughs> put that child, that small child Breathe down. Breathe that. <laughs> oh, my, the, my favorite Roman Reigns promo was when he went to go say, believe that, and his voice cracked. He's like, believe that. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, Roman Reigns, you're a joke. That's funnier Believe than that. Believe that, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funnier than that time when, like, one of the first few uh, times that Brock Lesnar came back and he did that scream, but he was like, ah! <laughs> it was so high pitched. Yeah. Dude, my brother is like, my brother loves Brock Lesnar as much as he loves the Xbox, right? Like, Whoa. it can do no wrong, no matter how bad it is. Like that year E3, they're like, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, TV, 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 Call of Duty, Call of Duty. My brother still said, It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. <laughs> and uh, then, like, Brock Lesnar comes out and he's like, Oh, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. And Brock's like, Ah! <laughs> and we don't look at my brother, dude, and we ragged him and we laughed. And he's like, It's better than nothing. <laughs> better than nothing. <laughs> Uh, no, we we give my brother a hard time because like when he when he I got to his credit when he likes something man he's he backs it a hundred percent no matter how girly it sounds no how bad no how bad of a no product how it out. bad the reviews are so if he saw like Brock Lesnar like holding a uh, I'll an take that segue boom Ooh, so I'm topic number segue. two brought to you by Resident Daryl himself all right so this week I want to discuss reviews. Okay, good, bad, the hype, the overhype, the underhype. Right. All right. So this week we've got some really, really. We got two games who, in their own universes, have a lot of hype behind them. Okay. The hype machine is in full swing. Now, we're going to start with Umbrella Core, and we're going to end with Mighty Number Nine. Now, Umbrella Core, critically. I called it a few weeks ago on the show. I said, if it got a six, it would be doing good. And why is because the people, the fans and the critics, do not want a Resident Evil shooter. Now, yeah. I'm going to talk about the things that I like and things that I don't like about the game. And kind of we'll go from there. The game, I feel like, looks great. Would you guys say? You guys saw it before the show. Did you, what did oh, you yeah. Say? Looks good? Looks good. Yeah, it's not bad. PlayStation 4 game? Um, yeah. Not next gen. Early. Really? I'd say maybe late last gen. Same engine as Resident Evil 5. That's last gen. I'm just saying, like, like just yeah. throwing that out there. Resident Evil 5 It doesn't still holds look up. horrible, no. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks, I personally think it looks fine. I, there are games out there that look like way, way worse. Yeah. Like this one. Oh. Don't like that art style. I'm just kidding. Anyways, okay. So I think the game looks good. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it graphically at all. I don't. There's no weird glitch glitches in the in the graphics. I don't see anything with the character models. I mean, the prone looks cool as freak. It's my favorite part. Um, the game is fast. Like it moves fast, and when you're playing against a lot of people, you know it's it's a 
it's fast. I don't know. I don't know what other way to put it. It's very uh, gotta go fast. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last in this game. Um, it's I don't know. It's, it's very twitchy almost uh, to the point of like, if you sit still, you're almost doing yourself an, uh, a disservice in the, in that game. Um, I think the sound. I feel like the sound design's really good. Like the guns sound good. Uh, the music sounds really cool, especially in the experiment, the single player mode. Um, like I said before we started the show it was like there's times where you're not there's no real music going on or anything and then you fire that first shot or you alert zombies on you and then the dubstep and the music just kicks in and the faster you move with that music behind you i mean it's like it's it's just i don't know it's fun it's and that's my takeaway from the whole game is it's fun right um i have had no zero uh lag issues or problems with finding matches on the multiplayer uh, I've never waited any longer in a lobby than I would in any other multiplayer game. Um, as a matter of fact, I've, I don't think we're even in Halo territory. Because even with the 4 million people playing online with Halo, you just can't get a freaking match to start within 5 minutes. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoy the game. It's, it doesn't have a single player campaign, um, but it wasn't supposed to. It's $29.99, uh, digital only title. And I really feel like with it, you get what you pay for. It's not a complete game. You know, if we're going to judge on the same uh, standards as we did, like Evolve and Titanfall and Rainbow Six, you know, it, I feel like it brings to the table almost as much as all those titles, if not more in some cases. Hmm. I think Rainbow Six probably had more game modes. But from what I played Rainbow Six, like, I, I just... It, there was like the terrorist hunt and there's the online multiplayer and there's objectives in there but it's the same thing you know in umbrella core i would compare those two very very closely on the amount of uh diversity they offer and totally different games not even comparable in the same ballpark except for the fact they're online multiplayer and they have i mean am i missing something there's pretty much two modes there's terrorist hunt which is your single player terrorist hunt, and then there's, and there's the multiplayer <laughs> Then there's uh, the multiplayer, which you have uh, bomb defusal, uh, capture the area, basically, mm -hmm. and hostage. Well, see, then actually Umbrella Core has more modes because they have uh, DNA Hunter, they have Briefcase, <coughs> they have Domination, which is like a... Uh, uh, well, do you have to physically go in and choose those, don't you, or, or they get mm -hmm. noted? No, or? they're it's, it's random. Yeah. It's called Multi-Mission. There's Deathmatch, and then there's special versions of those where you have like special infected involved and there's one kill you know which is what we were playing earlier just one kill just straight up death match 3v3 one life per person so either way it's still not a lot of content ultimately you're doing the same thing you know but that's kind of what reminded me of it to me it looks more like vegas than it does um siege but it felt to me like the amount of content you're given is the same still you can't compare the two but that's just where my mind was at now, are you speaking, like, here's the thing that's, that's kind of, like, a uh, uh, sensitive issue, right? Like, you're a huge Resident Evil fan. Sensitive issue? You're going to... Did I just challenge your ego? Huh? I'm just kidding. It was, it was a joke. <laughs> Let me get my glove here. You talking about, uh, you talking about our wiener sizes again? Right. Way to go hitting the mic. <laughs> Anyways, where's way to go to I'm a, I'm a resident fan. T -bird. I'm a resident fan. Yeah, you're a resident fan. Are you oh, speaking? Wait, there was a trophy pop earlier, so I got to do this. Oh, where when did it pop? Did I miss it? Uh, maybe about third, maybe two, three minutes ago. Cool. 
Anyways, um, fan. Are you speaking out of your biased opinion? Or I don't know you... if you've ever listened to Remember Loot, but on Remember Loot, we are a fair, balanced, unbiased uh, podcast. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that nobody wanted this game. Resident Evil fans don't want this game. Critics don't want this game. It's getting poor reviews, in my personal opinion, based off of the fact that nobody wanted it, not so much what it has to offer. Okay? Because if you look at the things that are comparable, and this is my opinion, all reviews are subjective to opinion, but you might like a certain type of online shooter, but content-wise, it's offering the same thing as far as amount of content. And I feel like this game is getting crapped on because it's got Resident Evil attached to it, not because it's a terrible game. I don't honestly I don't think that at all. I think it's I think it's getting reviewed based on what what's there and there are there seems to be gameplay mechanics in the game that, that people don't like. Fair enough. I mean, I think when it gets to that point, like there are things in the game that you can nitpick over. But when you get down to that point, what's like what is the point really? Because if you're gonna nitpick over everything, then you can nitpick anything out of even some you of the best t- games. You can take yeah. nitpick anything and everything. A- anyways, what I'm what I'm my point of all this isn't so much to debate my favorite game versus yours. Uh, my point is like I and I called this weeks ago that the name Resident Evil being involved was going to dot this game, and I stand by that. I will 100% take that to my grave. This game was not going to get a fair shot, a fair shake, because of what it is. And if you read every single published review, go to Metacritic right now, pull up reviews. Every single one of them will mention Operation Raccoon City. They'll, every single one of them will mention the fact that Capcom shouldn't make shooters. Yeah, but that game sold a lot. If, if, game people, if, if people really did not want a Resident Evil shooter... Then, then they would then no, their wallet. no one would have went out and bought that game. But yeah, people were paying full price for that game. When they got the game brought home, it to them, to, in their opinion, it wasn't good. And you know, it was too short. It had it had <laughs> gameplay mechanic issues. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the, what people expected, right? And like, and that's not to take away from the fact that you enjoy the game and, well, and you like the game. There's a lot of games I play. You know, that you, you just scratch your head. You're like, how can you like that game? Whether I like the game or not doesn't really matter. When my, I'm, what I'm saying is, you can look at the text. You know what I'm saying? I call, I, what I'm saying is, hashtag Daryl was right. This game wasn't going to get a fair shake because of the previous titles released. And every single you know what I'm saying, big reviewer has noted previous releases that they didn't like. Okay, So whether they gave this game a fair shake or not, we could never actually really determine. But I am presenting a case that says, hey, the evidence is there. My point with all that, you know what I'm saying, is the hype, okay? The hype behind the fact that this was negative hype. You know, this was not this was not positive. No one was hyped up, even myself, that Resident Evil was made Capcom was making another Resident Evil shooter. Okay? You know, the hype was behind this game was negative. And it I feel like, honestly and truthfully, after playing it and giving it a fair shake, because I'll be 100% transparent here. If I was to rate my favorite Resident Evil games, Operation Raccoon City and Umbrella Corps are at the uh, the very uh, 
they're at the very bottom. Like, they're not the best games. As a matter of fact, since day one, Capcom has made uh, Survivor, Gun Survivor 2, uh, Dead Aim, Opera uh, Operation Raccoon City, and now Umbrella Corps. And those are all, and then you've got the uh, Dark Side Chronicles and Umbrella Chronicles. And those are all first person shooters to some degree, whether it be start off in third person, go to uh, first person in the aim down sights or start off third person go to first person with an on-rail shooter or an actual first person on-rail shooter since the very beginning of the franchise capcom has constantly put out these little spinoffs and, and titles and like whether you want them or not they're there and they're you know in the universe and they're not really big deals um but this isn't new you know yeah and you know, so the the hype behind it was they keep doing this. We don't want them. We don't want them. We don't want them. And then here they are. Here are the reviews. And every single person that's written a review, even myself, I'm in the process of writing my review right now. And even I have referenced the other games. And I don't say them in a ne I'm not referencing them in a negative light. Uh, because I'm the type of person that I'll take a game for what it is. I can find something fun in One Piece. I've never played One Piece. I don't know anything about One Piece, you know. But it's a fighting game, and if I can find one character on there that I can mash buttons with and win a couple matches, I'd say, hey, I, you know, I, I dig that. You know, I'm not a fighting game person, first fighting game person, period. But I can put in almost any any fighting game and find something fun. You know, right? I can put in any shooter I, and find something fun. I feel like the issue is a lot. That Resident Evil is one of them franchises where you either really love the game. Or you just you hate it and you won't touch it, right? And then, but that, that's good. It means that his fans are die hard and they want the the game to be given justice, right? And I feel like when they when when Capcom spends their their resources and time and money on and putting out a game that necessarily doesn't you know do well, or it's like a just a cash in shooter like people are are labeling it, maybe they feel like this it's you know doing the the franchise an injustice by doing that. Um, you know, you are a diehard Resident Evil fan. You bought it. You you like it, right? Uh, I'm a huge Rainbow Six fan. I bought Rainbow Six Siege despite everyone saying, "Oh, it doesn't have a single player. It's gonna suck." I mean, even you guys were giving me a hard time about it, right? I mean, I'm a huge Rainbow Six fan. I've played several entries into the series, maybe four, five, six of them now. Right. Um, and I didn't like Siege. I played it and I gave it a fair shake, and it just wasn't. You know, it. If I had to say something between the two, you, you I, I keep comparing the two only because I know that's something you like and something you're really uh, hot on. Um, Siege wasn't my style of game, but I didn't see it as it's not a bad game. It just didn't click with me. You know, it's not it's not what I want to invest my time and play. Um, it looked good. Uh, everything felt good in the game. It was very slow in my opinion, but it made sense in that world. You know, you didn't need somebody prone crawling going super fast in Rainbow Six Siege. Um, but it just wasn't, you know, it didn't have what I was looking for in that franchise. Whereas I'll take Umbrella Corps, for example, if Umbrella Corps was slow, I would not touch it. If you slow, it's like the opposite of slow too. It is. If you slow the gameplay down right now, if you, if you were to go in there and turn it down and even if you matched it pacing wise for uh Rainbow Six Siege, I would say, you know what? This game has some things that are cool, but it's not for me. As a matter of fact, it is the gameplay itself that has me excited about it. Which, you know, like you guys, you were complaining earlier about the prone. You and Tanner both said, going prone and moving 90 miles an hour is stupid. I don't like this. And that is fair. Hey, guess what? Trophy. Um, and that is totally cool 
You know what I'm saying? You don't have to like it. That is the thing. That is my takeaway. That is what I really enjoy about it. Um, And honestly and truthfully, I feel like if you took the Resident Evil skin off of it, left the generic soldiers in the game, okay, and put it in a wasteland, a metropolis, a freaking ghetto, I don't even care, and take Umbrella Corps off of it and just call it the core and just have it a third-person shooter, exactly how it is would take the Resident Evil stuff off of it, I guarantee you there's no way to ever prove this i guarantee you it was scored higher i think that people would have looked at it and said okay this is something different this is not this is not overwatch this is not titanfall this is not evolve this is not a rainbow six this is something else a, a team got together made a very spastic very frantic shooter what the, the, and it's neat the, the fan reviews might be different because of that, but I, I don't know if the I've talked I've talked to dozens of people. I don't know personally. if the, the critics like the the critic reviews would be different, right? Like mm. if you take somebody from let's say GameSpot, who has maybe never played never played Resident Evil in the depth that we have. I watched them play this game actually. What I'm saying, like I'm just just for example, uh, if you did that and they're like, hey, here's this game, uh, play it, review it, right? Like. I don't know. I guess it'd be hard to say, right? Uh, I, I see your point, though. I see your point. It's technically impossible, but I even will go as far to say with you, if it wasn't Resident Evil, you'd look at it different. I mean, I believe this wholeheartedly. There's like, there's, there's actually no convincing me otherwise. I think that because it's got that name attached to it, there is a standard set, there's a level of hype, and because the last shooter didn't meet those same expectations, despite selling over 2 million units... Um, you know, it, there's a stink on there, which I mean, I, I said all this weeks ago. You know, I, I said all this weeks ago. But my point with all this stuff is, um, my question, my topic, actually, for all you guys, just using this as an example, uh, is, do you believe that exists? Yeah. Do you believe that there is a that, that, that hype can make or break uh, a game even before you play it? Like of course, this in, invisible hype conscience mm-hmm. that follows you around. Like, yeah. if you take Mighty Number no. 9, for example, if you took Inafune's name off of that game, it would have been received totally different. Oh, here's this cute little indie game that's going for a Mega Man-esque feel. <laughs> yeah. No, was, no, 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 no. Was it still crowdfunded, though? I mean, I, I, let's say, hypothetically, it's crowdfunded. People, I don't think it, it would have been received well still, even without Inafune's name, because of how long it took. And if it was still the same game, I don't think so. Well, here's the thing. A, it wouldn't have been crowdfunded because there's okay. indie teams out there right now saying, I've got this Mega Man style game that I want to mm-hmm. play. Yeah. Everybody come back it. No. It yeah. was crowdfunded and it met its goals and it made the millions of dollars that it made on there because of the yeah. name attached the, to it. The only reason like Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night is getting funded right now because it's our Symphony of the Night sequel we never got. Same studio is making that game. I'm, so, I'm super hyped. Hype train engaged. So, so I guess we can. I guess you know to give you guys a chance to take the floor. I mean, you, do you agree that this stigma, whether it's good or bad, exists? Yes, of course. I kind of see your point. I mean, after you explain it like that, like, yeah, um, I, I do believe though that like there are critics out there that that break down a game. Now, granted. The the review system, just the scale overall, is broken. We talked about that. We, it's totally broken. I love IGN and I love the personalities at IGN, but sometimes their reviews are just questionable. Like five point seven six. Like how do you even get that number? <laughs> like it doesn't even make sense, right? Um, but they have their own their own system and scale and how they do things. So it's it's, it's whatever. It's a thing. A lot more difficult than the proven system. 
Yeah, was that what? <laughs> Nick, give me that better than better than It's better than nothing. <laughs> Dang it, you stole my joke. <laughs> oh god, I choked on that one. Oh, oh no. Oh. But yeah, like like <laughs> I, I, I do believe that the, it, mm-hmm. all franchises and names well, aside, like five years ago. <laughs> There's like core gameplay elements and story elements that, that you have to, to break down and look at, right? Um, there's been games that I've played that have had that name, you know, uh, like of some of my, my favorite franchises attached to it. And I'm playing it and I'm thinking, you know what? This is not as good as the last one I played. Here's a good example. Chrono Trigger is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's on sale too. Yeah. Vita. PSTV. Get that box, oh, yeah. bro. Get that and box, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll borrow yours. Um, <laughs> no, not happening. It's a, it, very similar to the Vita. For all those listening at uh, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, or if you're watching this on YouTube.com/slash uh, Official Proven Gamer, uh, if you have a PSTV box, it works the same way as a Vita. Uh, one user per box. The only way to, in fact, borrow my uh, PS TV box is if you wanted to buy the game under my name, which I would not allow you to do. And if you took my name off of it, all my content would no longer be usable. Therefore, you have to wipe it and start over. I think you're the only person still promoting the t- <laughs> PS TV. <laughs> you should work for Sony. <laughs> you know something they don't. Holler at me. I bet since they didn't say Vita at the PlayStation E3 thing, I bet there was like titles of things that had each letter of the Vita capitalized somewhere. Ah. <laughs> it's like code. If you look what? closely in the Resident Evil 7 logo. That's what the headset's for. <laughs> that's what the Vita. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's where the mannequin finger goes. On the Vita. On the Vita. On screen. Watch it. my Palm Pilot. PSX, they're going to announce like 40 Vita games to make up for everything. Oh, they, they, will. they will. So. Um, or not. What about, um, I want to, uh, Bring up another game, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. <coughs> oh, jeez! Unlimited hype, and see, so we've got somebody who already doesn't want to touch it because the hype is so high. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe he's he was reading and, and watching different sources than I was, but I know like the hype for that game was high when it showed it at PSX last year. No, it was E3 last year. Yes, uh, and then it kind of went it went in the dark for a while. And we didn't really see a whole lot, you know, see or hear a whole lot from the game until E3 this year. And they actually showed it behind the closed doors. And, and then, and then, you know, all these other, these media sources come out and it's like, look, I got my hands on this game. Hype train engaged. This game is going to be incredible. Um, so I don't know what, you, what you've heard or seen. Uh, maybe for people you work with, you know. Enough. <laughs> Enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that can, that can take a toll on you, right? Like, I mean, literally... Like, when I told you guys first that I wasn't excited for it, it was basically hearing, like, you guys talk about it in the, in, like, the, uh, the group chats. And I looked at a picture and I was like, oh, that, I mean, that looks cool. Dinosaurs, robots, neat. Um, but then, like, the first bit of anything that I saw from the game at all was when we went to the Regal and we saw the PlayStation E3 conference, uh, live. And I was still like, I don't want Disney's Pixar's Robo Brave Dino Bots. Go. I mean, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it looks like a bad game. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not ignoring it because the hype or anything. It's just on the bottom of the list of games that I would want to play. Yeah. I would even buy VR and play Batman VR before I would buy Horizon Zero Dawn. So you'll spend four hundred and sixty dollars 
instead of spending sixty on one game. I'm saying, uh, but you're also a huge Batman fan too. I am. Hashtag unbiased. Well, the thing is, you got and, and this kind of ties into the whole thing. You know, one of the, what I really want to get into the meat of this topic is like we you, we got to look at things. You know, what I'm saying what interests you. All right, multiplayer online shooters don't interest me. But you put the skin on it for Resident Evil. Now you've got my attention. I saw some gameplay on it, and it was super fast-paced. And I'm like, hey, this might actually be fun. So I gave it a shot. Despite the, you know what I'm saying, heads up, I know it's going to be critically underwhelming. And then even reading their reviews, you know, diving in and saying, hey, this looks interesting to me. Right. You know, and even as somebody who reviews games and tries to give uh, – and try to shed the light on what's good about a game. Because you look at this game, man. Somebody spent years of their life working on that. Somebody yeah. sat there and programmed every single animation. Somebody worked on those ahas and Suzuki's and all these little things that are flashing at the screen and the little red balls around his neck. Things, you know, things we have no idea what's going on. Right. All these people in the background, you know what I'm saying, like, like punching each other, making the exact same animations frame after frame after frame. And a manga artist and writer has spent well over 20 years writing the story right. to gain a fan base. And so here's the thing. You know, I could come out of the gate right now and I could pick out. And as a, a job of a critic is to be critical. I get it. People don't like critics. Let's, but, let's just but I could come out here like, right now and I could say, well, I don't like that statue back there. That statue doesn't speak to me. So mm, I'm going to knock a point off. Talk a few points. You know, or I can sit here as a fan of video games and say, every game's got flaws. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. The only game that doesn't have a flaw uh, is Resident Evil 2. Everything else in this world that's ever been made has flaws. And those, so poly- those polygons, though. <laughs> um, but, you know, I could point out the bad or I could shine some light on the good. And I try really hard, despite, you know what I'm saying, like what anybody might think of I me. Mean, I try hard to, to be un- as unbiased as possible. And I try to, to point out things that, hey, trophy. Trophy. Uh, that are really, really good. Um, <laughs> I like your uh, I like your silent trophy dancing, you know. And when I went into uh, you know what I'm saying Umbrella Core, I tried to have an open mind. When I went into Siege, I tried to have an open mind. You know what I'm saying, despite knowing it doesn't have the things that I want. Um, and the thing about Horizon and the thing about any game moving forward is you got to look at it like this. You got to look at like does this interest me? Like does the theme of the game interest you? In my opinion, does, does the gameplay is the gameplay good? You know, yeah. and then the biggest the biggest takeaway is is it fun? Yeah. Are you because video games we play them to be entertained. Right. We play them for fun. The Last of Us was a you know what I'm saying like cornerstone for storytelling, but it was also fun to play. Yeah, I, I, I've heard stupid arguments about how like the Last of Us was so story based, the gameplay <laughs> was lacking. I'm like, you're you're an idiot. The, the gameplay was amazing. And you know everyone's opinion is different, and everyone's you know score is gonna be is gonna mean something <coughs> to them, right. you know. And, and it's like my seven is different from your seven, you know. My you know, my three is different from your three. You know, I gave uh, Coffin Dodgers. I think I gave it a six or a seven. I don't even remember. Six, a six. You know, and I had a blast with that game. It was missing a lot of things. There were some things that were broken, but like you know, on a scale of one to ten, you know, me trying to use a number as a way to you know guide you and whether or not this game is fun and worth your time you know it's kind of a jacked up system because i gave that game a six and i gave you know one of my favorite games of all time resident evil zero 
uh, an eight, and that's only a two point difference. You know, and I had a blast playing both of them. Right. But they're both completely different experiences. Yeah. I, I've always tried to go into playing a game like it's art. You know what I'm saying? And because uh, that's what they are ultimately. They're art that people will spend time on. Like you said, you know, sculpting every little bit of the game and programming it. And, like programming, programming video games is, is way over my head. Right, I couldn't imagine where to start. Right? Like what, are you, this, what are you doing? This is user license we're looking at right now. Yeah, I'm going to uh, <laughs> online mode because there's uh, some online trophies, okay. and you don't even have to win the match; you just have to play them. Ah, I, I like trophies. So this is going to be an episode full of trophy pops. Yeah, it's already been. It's been a lot of trophies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I go into a game looking at like it's art, and I feel like there's a lot of games, and that's 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 why I like try to talk you into getting interested. Uh, not just because I'm trolling or trying to be, you know, bossy or, or, or buggy, but like, I feel like there's a lot of games that I missed out on because I was that person that was like, ooh, you know, um, I did that for a long time with like, uh, The Witcher Three, right? Like, I was looking at it, and everyone was so hyped on it, and I was like, you know, everyone was talking about how how big it was and all the stuff you could do in the game, and uh, unicorn. <laughs> yeah. and uh, I finally got a copy of it and I waited a while to play it because I mean that was, I think I, I ended up getting Dragon Ball Z Universe, GTA 5 and Witcher 3 which are all heavy grind games and I ended up playing uh, GTA 5 first and beating it and that took a while right but then I jumped into Witcher and just got completely immersed in it and I was like okay I see what all the fuss is about and uh, same thing with, with Bloodborne but Bloodborne didn't really take off until like, I'd say months later, right? Because it was one of them games where, you know, like the whole Dark Souls uh, craze has kind of been around, but it's just now starting to get really big because there's, you know, people are starting to hear the hype. They're starting to get excited for it, right? And I think that's a good thing. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of games that uh, I'm, I may be missing out on, uh, and, and I want to jump on the hype train and, and get excited, you know? Uh Hype, hype can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing, you know? Um, it just depends on who... It depends on what people do with it, right? Like, uh, Last Guardian would be a, a good example. Um, Last Guardian's hype lasted for 10 years. Yeah. Well, that's because... Not, it's not slowing down. That's because it, it, it's following one, probably what was considered Sony, uh, Sony, one of Sony's best games ever made in Shadow of the Colossus. Now, here's my question to you guys. When the Last Guardian comes out, if it got a three, would you change your pre-order? Mm-mm. If IGN said this game got is the three because we don't like the art style, the graphics, the prone mechanics, and the music, <laughs> I I gotta, I gotta be honest. I actually listened to people's opinions who've got their hands on the game at E3, and they were mentioning some of the they were mentioning a lot of the positives, but some of the negatives like. Uh, Couple of, like minor glitches that they found that are, I guess would be would be tweaked through Q and A. Right? Oh yeah, they're going to publish um, it from here to October. I heard somebody say that it looks like a last gen PS2 game released from PS3, upscaled for PS4. Um, that I might think, be the case. I think the game <laughs> looks great. If you go back and play Shadow of the Colossus today, yeah, it's a little dated, but that is a gorgeous game, and it, it blows my mind sometimes thinking how that game played on the PS2. Um. Because, I don't know, looking back, it really, really looked like a fir- like first-generation PS3 game. It was, it was so good. It was, it was beautiful, and it's just this huge, open, massive, just beautiful world. And 
Um, and you had the, like as soon the first time you see the Colossus step foot on screen and like his his all his hairs moving and all and you're climbing up his his body. Oh my just god, he got a trophy. I like that. I probably really made that guy mad just now because he used the top three most broken characters in the game. Mm. Boom, look at you. Breaking yeah. system. Um, 6.5. Anyway, I listened oh. to... I listened to, the, listen to that trophy file. There's another one. Oh, oh my god. Oh, fuck. Oh my god. He's got three of them. I listened to you where it's just interesting. Here we go. I like this. Well, you know, last, last week, yeah, you, or the week before, you expressed that you didn't like when we punched you and we grabbed your... Wiener. Peck. So, oh. So we're being gentle Your resticle. No. No. You don't danger. like whenever I fidget no. and convulse because you think I look silly. I just so straight on. We're I trying, straight up seizure just now. We're trying to be adults here. Yeah. This, we're trying to be professional. <laughs> and, and we're going to put dubstep in the, in the audio and the video versions. Yeah. Would you like me to but, use the back of my hand next time? Yes, please. Uh, it's not as... No. <laughs> you have salt hands. He just motioned it. Uh, but no, going back to what I was... <laughs> Going back to what I was saying, uh, <laughs> listening to their positives and negatives, I actually went out and pre-ordered the game after hearing that. So I'm I'm still excited. I'm I was still there. gonna play it. You were. Um, I mean, it, it comes out October 25th, so I'm gonna pay on it a little bit. Have it paid off, so it's not like I'm dropping you know sixty dollars at once. Which I've waited all time for this game. I probably would anyway, but uh, I'm still super super psyched. And and the people that I uh, listen to and respect their opinions. Uh, those people who have played the game said, regardless of those things, they're still excited. They still want to get their hands on the game and play it. So, um, this you know this could be like that that uh, that game that it's like the the saving grace of like you know when a game gets you get another trophy. You went from one menu to another and got a trophy. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why weren't we playing this during the trophy war? How do you do it? It wasn't out yet. How do you do it? Make me feel like it. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be great. I think you're gonna be great. <laughs> hey, what about you, T Bird? You got any uh, <laughs> left? You hanging over or under hype games? Uh, what's coming out this year? Can't really remember. There's so um, many. Ga- I, so, there's the, so many games coming out, out at the beginning of next year. It's the only game year. that's coming out this year that matters is. Resident Evil 4 in the fall. Uh, I'm talking new games. New Resident games. Evil 5 next week. New games. New games. Resident, Evil. Resident Evil, 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 Resident Evil 7 in January. Yeah, right. They, they, there's yeah. so many games coming out you're going to play. <laughs> um, they said there's one more. Capcom said there's one more Resident Evil game that hasn't been released yet. It hasn't been announced yet. And they're going to drop. Well, Resident I'm just going to say Umbrella last Umbrella Core 2. Oh, wow. Start the hype machine. Umbrella Court mm. 2. Hush. <laughs> Available that would today. break the internet. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil. What about uh, Mass Effect Prone? That got pushed back next year, too. Amiibo? Yes, next year. But you're, you're excited Amiibo? for it. You're hyped. I can hear yeah. your voice. What if What if the nest, nest well, next season no, no, no. Here's the thing, okay. With the Andromeda thing, I, I don't remember where I saw this, but they said they're scrapping the first three Mass Effect stories. And it's a whole new thing. No, they're not scrapping it. They're not scrapping it's, it. No, it's a continuation. Okay. But your choices don't carry over. Right, and it's in a different universe? Question mark. I thought this. It might be. It might be. I think but it's the the events of the the trilogy still happen. So yeah. this is essentially going to be a drama on huh. one, two, and three kind of deal. You think? Probably. Like its own little franchise. Can I just say I that, like that Mass Effect 
is a series that was like ridiculously hyped, and I played the first one, had a game breaking glitch, and have never looked back. You should definitely pick up the second one. That's what everybody keeps telling me. But there's a trophy. There's one thing he's not going to get. It says carry your character over. Oh. That the, one trophy is going to keep you from playing that game? It has so far, yeah. You don't know you have to beat the game. And by the way, I own over. all three games. Are you, a, are, you, are, you a, are you a gamer? I own all three games. Am I going to have to get Donnie on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, stupid gamer. Yeah, no, I've been saying them for years. I'm going to play them. I just haven't. Yeah. I started the first one, and I got into it, and then it something happened, and I ended up Moving on to other things. Game breaking glitch on the Xbox 360. No, that's not what happened to me. But so I feel like I'm missing out, and that's <laughs> another one of them games where like it's really ever hype, but I haven't played it because it's hype. I just haven't gotten around to it. I feel like there's going to be a collection to release on an HD collection on yeah, PS4 that's today. Happening. That's happening. That's coming out next year. So it better happen soon. Look at that! Bang! All right, so I'm going to end this topic. I'm going to wrap everything up, and I'm going to say. Community, internet, loot crew, pimp day tricky at home. Keep your oh my god, it's a trophy. Marry me. <laughs> That's the name of a trophy. Keep your expectations in check. And if you're interested in the gameplay, who cares what anybody me. thinks? Who cares what I think? If I say a game's good and it doesn't look good to you, don't. You I'm, about, play I'm about to throw a trump card down. I don't care who 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 doesn't like it. Keep gaming great. Zelda Breath of the Wild looks amazing. Moving on. That's my Zelda dance. You know what? That's what that is. Whenever I saw the uh, little breakdown of what the internet was talking about after E3, and I saw Zelda, I scratched my bald head and I said, Hmm. No thanks, fam. This game will never be as good as a Resident Evil game. That's actually exactly how I said it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Verbatim. I actually made the same voice, too. So. It never be as good. <laughs> never be as good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right, T-Burr, what you got for us for topic number three? Uh, what was it? You forgot. <laughs> no, I haven't forgotten. Saddest video game moments. Mm. What y'all got? I forgot my little uh, violin at home. So I can't, I can't play while y'all talk. I got you. Got you, fam. Well, mine is uh, spoilers. The end of Kingdom Hearts one. I've never played it. I know. God, I don't even remember that. Have any of Have any of y'all played it? I actually beat it. Yeah, I beat it twice. I can't remember. I beat it like seven times. Jeez. (laughs) So you say you're you're a fan. You're saying you're (laughs) hype for the third one. If it ever I still comes don't out. believe it's happening. <laughs> I still don't believe it's happening. There's a logo for it. There's a trademark. There's logos. There's trailers. I still Next don't believe it. Next year's E3, they're going to do a little trailer with a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3, and T-Bird's going to lose his mind. I want to throw all my clothes off and like run around in the theater. That, <laughs> that game is going to come out with uh, Half-Life 3 and uh, Left 4 Dead 3. Left it's going to be a bundle. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the, that would be amazing. missing threes. <laughs> the lost episodes. But, um, so, basically... It's a spoiler alert. At the end of the game, you f- you finally get reunited with all your friends. Oh come on, man! Reunited know, right? and it feels so it's good. Been years. Oh, oh lord, that sounded bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God, dog, you broke. Me. We're trying to keep this sad, guys. Come on, I know, right? <laughs> it's sad. Oh, anyways, <laughs> screw it. 
You meet your friends, you finally get back together, and then you all get separated again. Dang it, man. <laughs> One guy gets locked away into the, I don't even remember the name of the place, like the land of the heartless, with King Mickey. And oh, then, yeah, dude, that was a cool scene, though. Yeah, it was. Freaking, the, they, they keep the door open, and then, uh, like, Riku goes through, and then Mickey's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought every time you describe oh. Goofy, that's your noise. Oh. That was, that was, oh. Doesn't he make that noise every single time he opens his mouth? He said Mickey, though. No, I said Goofy. You said Goofy. He said Mickey. <laughs> yep. He said Mickey. Oh. 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 I got you. Anyways, then the girl you find, she goes back to the actual world, and then... I think it ends where Sora is just like floating away onto like some other planet. So that's some next level ish right there, bro. Maybe we should have told everyone this is uh, spoilers. Yeah, let me some spoilers in this. I don't give a freak. Remember, loot we spoil everything. Yeah, everything. Bruce everything. Willis is dead at the end of Sixth Sense. Oh, what? Spoilers. <laughs> Han Solo dies in Star Wars. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. No, no. (laughs) Chewbacca rages and kills all of two stormtroopers. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, like he started shooting, he started missing people. Yeah, I know, right? He he became a stormtrooper. Spoilers: He is a stormtrooper. Oh Oh my god! It's like even it's like even funnier. It's like freaking he like breaks his arm and he's in like this normal sling. I just thought that was really funny. I'm sorry. Like a normal human, <laughs> like a normal human, human sling, sling for like a Wookie. It's ridiculous. So I've got, a, I've got the only, only you think about that. I've got two uh, sad moments I want to share. One's actually not a game. I have a, I have a, uh, nope. a uh, nope. stigmata I can put. I have to put on you. Can't be, be from Resident Evil. That's fine. Totally fine. Oh, ooh. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Snap. That's fine. Yeah, I'm somebody has, somebody has to do it. Oh, somebody okay. pre-thought about that. Two. Okay, it, it doesn't. It has a game franchise attached to it but it's not the saddest moment was not actually in the game but I want to share it uh, because you guys don't ever really see a very sensitive side of me um, Godzilla when I was a child I don't remember exactly which movie it was but he got knocked into a volcano and the movie ended and I thought he died I bawled my freaking eyes out as a kid and I remember running to my mom just Godzilla died I was a freaking mess when he said that earlier about saddest game moments, I started thinking about games that I played. And although it didn't happen in the game, I was like, oh, my God. I remember that time Godzilla died. And I freaking cried for like four hours. You want to hear something that will blow your mind? Do it. Blow he me. Did, he did die. And the Godzilla that you see in the next movie is Godzilla's son. But in the 2000... It's oh either 1999... God. I have to relive this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> in 1999 or 2000, the, the Japanese movie where uh, Godzilla fights Destroya... The original Godzilla comes back. He survived, but he's like super radioactive, and he's like headed for like, like t- uh, Tokyo. Radioactive. Yeah, exactly right. He's like glowing and stuff, and then he dies again at the end of that one. They freeze him, and then his son is all like, <laughs> and then like, yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie, I would have cried again as a kid. I ain't gonna, I have you ever want... seen the Destroyer movie? Dude, I don't remember. I used to my my brother and I. We were Godzilla nuts. Like, <coughs> that's that's literally why, why he finally broke down and bought a PS4 was to play the Godzilla game because he waited so long. He bought it before he bought a PS4. And was it was this kind of like what you were talking about earlier? Where if he liked something, he's super behind it. Dude, did yeah. he like that? And that game, I I, I like the game too though. And that oh, game, it got really really bad ratings. And it's you know most people say their game sucks because it's not in it doesn't have as many peas as all the other games. But I thought it was fun. Yeah, if you, if you go in with the right expectations, <laughs> it doesn't have as many if, is, if it's a Godzilla game and you get to smack people with your tail, hey, 
Yeah, yeah. Controlled like a clunky hot mess, but I had fun. <laughs> um, oh my God, it's only the beginning of the sad stories. Here we go. <laughs> so I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to like share some because Christmas. it was probably about maybe like seven months ago. I researched Godzilla stuff because I watched the Destroyer movie. Yeah, and it, that's it was really awesome. All right, yeah. so you, so you ran up to your mom. And you're like <laughs> Godzilla died. She's like Godzilla's not real nerd. <laughs> And that was the last time you ever cried. <laughs> to this day, could probably cure cancer with these tears, but they're just not coming. Yeah. Um, so, saddest moment in video games. I'm going to have to be very cliche and steal The Last of Us. Ooh. Okay, as... The saddest beginning. Yes. Jeez. Should I earmuffs? Yeah, Should I earmuffs? Have you played The Last of Us? No. You never oh, played The what? Last of Us? I've played like the first hour. Oh, so yeah, you saw the part where his daughter died? Oh, is that what you're talking about? Holy crap. Oh, okay. okay. Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 his daughter died? Yeah. Whoa, Spoilers. he has a daughter. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. No joke. Like, that is probably the most like emotionally attached I've ever been to a video game character outside of the Resident Evil universe. Mm-hmm. Um, when Wesker died, I cried. Uh, even though From I did. the creators of Banjo, or uh, ba- uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Whenever... Um, I'm said Benji Kazooie. Benji Kazooie confirmed. It's coming out this year. <laughs> um, Not really. Whenever uh, it came out last year. So I have kids, okay? Right. And I'm super sensitive to things that involve kids now. Like I, uh, if I see a story on social media or on the news somewhere of a child being abused or uh, you know saying hurt or it just, it, it, dude, it just like it, I can't, I can't do it. I can't process it. Um, it like it just, I don't know. I get very worried about my children. Um, and so, anyways, long story short, uh, when that part where you see his daughter, Great you know, she does Sorry. the uh, you know birthday thing, and then she wakes up in the oh. middle of the night looking for her dad. I mean, like you guys seen? I just stepped mm-hmm. off the camera a few minutes ago. My son came down here. Uh, they w- upstairs. They were watching the movie. Lay down. Fell asleep. Woke up. Movie wasn't on. He came down here and asked if I'd restart it for him because he said he was having trouble sleeping. My kids come and find me in the middle of the night every so often, and you know I, uh, I, I could relate to that. You know. And you're wondering, totally related to that. So that a, that atmosphere, that game, that like set that in there. And then when she died, like, and if you think about things in an outbreak situation, in a total chaotic situation, somebody like me who has children and a wife to worry about, like that's a very tense, very like possible thing, you know. Like, let's say for some odd reason we're having some natural disaster, and I need to get out of the city with my children, and all of a sudden one of them dies in the midst of that. Like that, to me, like it stuck with me, and it got me good. It really got me attached to that game. So saddest video game moment in my personal opinion. I mean, I'm still uh, the uh, the Last of Us because that one really really got me. That whole dialogue exchange during that birthday scene is probably some of the best writing I've seen in gaming. It was so real. Mm-hmm. Like it was so real. It was mm-hmm. almost like. Oh man, I could just see having a, my daughter, you know, my daughter that age, you know, and having conversations like the conversations my kids and I have now are just like my son came up to me earlier, right, right, well, right, we're firing up all the gear and getting ready to go live, and uh, he gives me a big old hug and he says, "Daddy, thank you so much um, for uh, taking us to the ice cream truck and letting me get ice cream." Like just randomly, like this is a couple hours after the fact. Uh, for you guys that you showed up a little bit after uh, Nick did, he showed up. As the ice cream truck was kind of going through the neighborhood, and we haven't gone to an ice cream, we haven't seen even seen that person in probably two years. You know, wife was going to work, and she's like, uh, comes running in the door, and she goes, "Hey, the ice cream truck's out here. Grab some cash, take the kids." I'm like, oh, "That's awesome." So we literally go outside, and I'm letting you know the youngest run around in the, in the uh, grass. You know, we're watching him go up the uh, street, 
and he stops at like 20 houses and the kids are like so excited they're like daddy daddy, daddy when's he gonna come here when's he gonna come here and blah blah, blah. And all these kids running by us you know because they didn't ran up there and got it he comes to the house you know i let them pick out whatever they wanted they got their little ice creams and you know what i'm saying probably two hours after the fact uh, my son gives me a huge hug. He's like, hey, thank you. And it's that exchange and the conversations like that that made me, like, yeah. it was, that was real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that mm-hmm. conversation with her dad and that birthday thing, that was like, that's like, I could totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. Also, like, that game really set the mood and how, like, almost like a, because, you know, the whole game is like, you're not just surviving clickers, right? You're surviving right. the... The people who have went crazy and like the bandits and the the, oh, yeah. the bad people that are taking over, and like his daughter didn't doesn't even get killed by a clicker, right? Like yeah, like because an invasion breaks out, everyone's going crazy and and trying to escape. Like she gets killed by a human, she got killed by the hype. And like the next thing you see is the title, <laughs> The Last of Us, and it's like it, it sets the tone of like the okay, this world's really on the crap, and this is you know it had kind of like a dual meaning, like it's it's post apocalyptic, but it was also like. This is the world we kind of live in now, you know. So that's it's very very scary to think about that, you know. I'm not saying there's clickers everywhere, but isn't there? <laughs> God, what <a> terrifying sound. <laughs> um, I'd have to say for me, it was probably the ending of Shadow of the Colossus, because like the the game starts off, you you have your lady friend, she just died, and you bring her to the altar of these gods. Spoiler. And you're you're Jeez, asking, man, it's the very beginning of the game. Ugh. I ain't beat the game Spoiler yet. Spoiler heavy show. And uh you're not gonna play that game. Snape kills Dumbledore. I have it on PS2 right you now. You better play it. I'm going to you play it. it. I have the uh re- remaster or the HD upgrade on PS3. Yeah, I have year. it. It's one of the best games I've ever made. I never played it, you know. It's just what I do. You play the game, it's a good game. That's my point. Anyway, the game starts off. Uh your lady friend died. I'm calling her lady friend. I don't know her name. I don't think I ever tell you her name. Eco. Trick. <laughs> no, that's not her name. Uh, and you bring her to the altar of these gods, and, and you're asking for them to have mercy on you, bring her back to life, and they're like, tell you what, we'll do this for you, but you have to go out and kill these 16 colossi that are plaguing the lands. So you get on your horse, and you use your sword, and the sword basically points as like a compass and tells you where to go. And you follow the light, and you, you go from boss fight to boss fight while just uh, looking around glancing at this beautiful world right so you go on this journey it it, it's um you get to the last boss and uh the only friend that you have in the world with you the horse dies spoiler god it's terrible and uh so you fight the last boss and uh you finally get to the end you're like this is it the god's gonna have mercy on me they're gonna bring this uh lady back we're gonna live happily ever after well at a sacrifice, they basically use you, and the woman comes back to life, basically, like, forgets who she is, where she's at, and you mm-hmm. basically this. you basically turn into uh, a baby, like, forgetting, like, who you are or your purpose in life. So she's like, it, it was very, like, sad. It was almost like, you know, he, he, do, he did all this a sacrifice to bring his love back. But in turn was like being used by the gods to do this, and it's just a very sad and uh, quiet ending, right? Like she walks up to this fountain, and the little baby's sitting there, and it's you, right? And and it's it's, it's funny because like fans went crazy because he was wearing the little horned hat from Eco, so a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is a prequel to Eco," but it kind of like 
It's, it's like that same universe, but it doesn't really quite tie together. Kind of like the Final Fantasy effect, right? Like, you have a lot of characters that look the same. You have chocobos and, and all these places that are familiar, but it's a completely different story. Which is why, you know, a lot of fans are trying to speculate when and where The Last Guardian takes place, you know? Because it looks very similar to Eco, but it's got a lot of, like, Shadow of the Colossus undertones. So, um, but yeah, that's very sad ending. Um, but it's great. I mean, I kind of spoiled it for you guys, but the game, the overall experience is great. You can beat the game in probably about eight hours, eight, nine hours. It's not a very long game. It's not like a really heavy grind RPG game or anything. It's straight up, go to this boss, go to this boss. And the music score is amazing. It's, it's beautiful. You go back now and play it, you're probably going to be like, okay, this game's a little aged graphically. But I don't think that'll really matter to you. I think I think you'd have a, a pretty decent time with it. I've actually played it. Yeah. So um, I didn't even. I think I made it to, maybe made it to the first Colossi. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I did not understand how to use the sword. Like I didn't get it was a compass until after the fact. Yeah, that yeah. was a little. I rode around that freaking horse forever. Yeah. Well, that's part of like the exploration, right? And I I, I knew what to do because this is back when like G4 TV was big. And X-Play was on TV. Yeah. And I watched Morgan Webb and Adam Sessler, like, do, the, like, the first boss. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting this game. And I ended up getting it that Christmas. This was about, I was, like, 14, maybe. Um, so yesterday. Yeah. So about a year ago. Um, still in my youth. But uh, it's absolutely amazing. Such a good game. Dude, I, um, sorry, I mean, no, 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 that, that game, like, I definitely... Um, I definitely wanted to get into it. I bought it for that reason, you know. And like, uh, I, I got Eco and uh, Shadow Colossus. And all I ever heard uh, from our boy uh, Basehead Hex, shout out to Hector, um, is that how good that game was. That's like his favorite game of all time. Yeah. And uh, freaking, I was like, oh man, I gotta get this game, I gotta get this game. And we talked about it all the time. So I got it, and I got it way after the fact, way after it came out. Like I said, I got it on PS3. Mm-hmm. I didn't even play it on PS2. Um, and then. Uh, so I got I got it I downloaded it I you know put it I'm gonna go play it and I ran around the horse and like I said I ran around forever and I was like wow it seemed almost like the map was endless yeah like, I don't know I don't know if it was one of those like ever rotating loops like like again I don't under I didn't play very far yeah. in the game but to me it seemed like at the time I was like oh my gosh you could run forever yeah. well in this game if you and go, never really find it right if you go to certain areas too early th- those will be places where you fight certain bosses but just not yet like you have to find them in order you know it is so it's linear but there's so much exp- like there's parts of that game that you can travel to that you never fight bosses at and have like wildlife like little lizards running around so i'm thinking so back when we used to play it and this is way before trophies and all like we used to speculate that there was something secret like if you go around shooting on these lizards with your bow and arrow something will lock yeah. you know? <laughs> there was a uh, fan theories that came out about like uh, a hidden 17th Colossi, you know, like you have to yeah, climb this building. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, but there never was, right? It was just, it was for years people were trying to do this. And, and that was just like the, the the mystery behind the game, right? The, the That uh, um, that presence that the game brought. And uh, I don't know, it's just the exploration was great. And, and it was one of them games where they didn't really have tutorials, so they didn't, well, I think it had a small tutorial, but it wasn't like, if it did, I don't remember it. Yeah, it wasn't like, this is what you have to do to be this boss. You know, like, you had to, like, figure it out. It was, every boss was a puzzle that you had to climb and figure out. And and uh, probably one of my favorite battles in the game is when you fight this giant bird colossi that's flying around. Like a bird dog? Yeah, it wasn't a bird dog. It was a bird bird. 
<laughs> bird, bird. It was an eagle. It was a chicken hawk, actually. Uh, that's flying around, and uh, I was playing it with my, my good buddy, uh, Chris McElroy, FC. Shout out. And uh, we're like, God, like, what do we do? Like, Do we have to climb the mountain and jump on them? Like, you know, what do we do? And I was like, wait a minute. Don't we have a bow and arrow? So we pull the bow and arrow out. We point at it, and we shoot at it. And it comes swooping down, and it knocks us into the water. And I was like, dude, like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Like, do we have to jump on this thing when it swings down? And sure enough, we shot the bird. It fl- flies down. We jump on it, and then, lo and behold, we're in the air climbing on this thing. Wow. And it's, God, it's just gorgeous. Shadow the Claws is playthrough. Oh, let's let's do it. We got to do that one. Oh, my God, let's do it. Let's turn this crap off right now. Turn it off. <laughs> no, that's definitely, uh, we got to make that happen. What about you, Nick? What kind of sad stories you got for us? Um, I remember this, this is pretty recent. Uh, not too recent though. Um, narrows it down. I got some. I got some like birthday money and stuff. Uh, it was when, whenever Halo Four came out. Uh, I had it pre-ordered before I left for I think Wyoming, or Wyoming or Kansas, one of the two. And um, I came back right around the time the game was being released, which was like November one year. I think it was like November 4th, but that's just how I'm remembering it. But anyway, <coughs> I played through the whole game. I was super invested, and I was unemployed at this time because, you know, I was I just ended a job in Kansas with my dad. I'm in the process of looking for a job this time period, and I was kind of down on my luck. So I was like, I'm going you know, I'm I'm to give me a game, you know, kind of distract me from all this stuff. And I'm playing through it, and I get to the end, and you're kind of like doing this, like, Death Star run, like where you're going through um, that foreigner the Forerunner area, and you're about to fight the Didact, and you're in the ship. And I just remember feeling the weight and the the severity of the situation of Chief trying to save Cortana, and there's something wrong with her and everything, and it's just, I felt, it, it hit me all at once, and I just started, like, weeping and, like, crying and stuff, and it was, it was just super, super heavy. So. Dude, that actually, um, the, I really hate that I didn't finish Halo 4. I started it multiple times and I finished it. But, like, I've, after playing Halo 5, I listened to a lot of uh, you know, podcasts and theories about, you know, the, the Halo story and the Halo universe and all that stuff. And I, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I wish that I, 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 I have to make myself go back and play that game. Because I really wish that I would have experienced that one, like, mm-hmm. before 5. So that I had, like, the complexity and the, you know what I'm saying, totality of their relationship. Kind of like down beforehand. Mm-hmm. So because it seems like I meant like I didn't enjoy five near as much as I could have had I um, played four like you were supposed to. <coughs> oh yeah, definitely. And I need to finish five when you, when you say that's that. That's a very quick. That's a very quick playthrough. Really? Well, we beat that game in. It was like me. Uh, T, was it T, you, T Bird? No, it was me, it was my you. brother, and two of our other buddies. Yeah. We knocked that junk out in like five and a half hours, start to finish. Dang. Like one sitting, one night we sat there and on, knocked the whole game. It was on that Legendary, was on wasn't it? Was the, the shortness of the it game. was not on Legendary. No, that no, wasn't Legendary. Oh, I was about to say. Okay. I, don't ever, I don't ever start Halo games with Legendary first. I always kind of play through <laughs> Legendary is dreams. tough and kind of aggravating at times. But uh, I, that one, and the, the actually the, we could have and probably should have, but there's a trophy or achievement um, to beat that game on Legendary on single player. Oh yeah, there is for so, every single one. And that one, it's like a hundred points or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyways, that's one of my proudest like achievement moments is when I uh, when I first got Reach. My first playthrough was uh, on Legendary, and I had that uh, Lone Wolf achievement or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, man, have fun with that one. 
already did it. I didn't have, have fun, fun with that. <laughs> fun with it again. No. So what about uh, <coughs> topic number four, Nick? What are you bringing to the table? It's good thing it's four because it's God of War 4. Oh, my goodness. And as you guys know, um, just talking to the group chat and everything, I've been watching this trailer almost as if it was a show on TV. Like, it's like, oh, it's 8 o'clock, got to watch my God of War trailer. Kind of like, I, kinda <laughs> like I've been doing uh, the Zelda trailer. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And I've been picking it apart, and I've been researching, like, Norse mythology and everything. And um, you see all these little little itty-bitty things. Um, like, right after you fight the first two, like, enemies that pop up that attack your son and stuff, um, you see this wraith or ghostly figure that's hovering just to the left of his head. And you're like, what is that? And, like, I did some research on that. Uh, a lot of people think it's Loki uh-huh. uh, because of the helmet that this ghost is wearing and the fact that it kind of like flees away from you almost like it's playing like catch or whatever because uh, Loki's one of the gods of mischiefs or whatever that's one of the many beliefs that Loki w- <coughs> <coughs> was the god of and then a little further down um, let me backtrack a little bit um, the son of Kratos I think it is actually his son and that he is Ragnarok. He's the, the personification of Ragnarok. And what um, Ragnarok is, is basically apocalypse for the Viking era mm-hmm. and all the, the Viking gods and everything like Thor, Loki, Odin, and all that. <coughs> <coughs> and it's supposed to take them all down, so I think that's the reason why these gods are after this kid. It's one of the few like logical reasons that I can think of. Uh-huh. And um, that would also give you know Kratos uh, another reason to put his uh, god-killing boots on. You know what I'm saying? And if you go further down to the trailer, after you see the Wraith, um, uh, Kratos and his son get gets attacked by a troll. And the troll says something in Norse or whatever, but it ends in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And my theory That's is yeah. that... Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My theory is that uh, Kratos did actually die at the end of 3, but his soul has been wandering around for so long that he made it to Valhalla. He's a fallen warrior, and you know he's there. And he may not be in Valhalla because Valhalla is a hall... In which Odin like doesn't live, but he's like and like he's there and everything, and so maybe like they feel like Kratos is an intruder and that's why they attack him. Who knows? But he goes straight up ham on that troll and trying to teach his son the, the meaning of combat and everything. He says, "I'll take it down, you'll kill it." And the the son kind of botches that, shoots his dad. Right after going uh, Spartan rage, not Viking rage. The first hint we got that this is a real Kratos, Kratos yeah. after a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, that and it looks exactly like Gross. Yeah, that's even dead giveaway. <laughs> that the tattoos, beard, you know, the, the, the beard. beard. Yeah. yeah, the beard physics in this game, like and his, his cloths where the chains of chaos were. Yeah, it's like he's hiding them. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it's so it's so awesome. And then um, you go through after the troll fight, which is awesome. And he says, "Get off the ice!" No, and he puts his axe in that troll's head and everything. It's just so awesome. <coughs> and then you know, pulls the arrow out, and his son's like, "I'm so." Sorry, and like Chris and Rums is like, your dear is getting away. And it's it's just so great, like because like like you saying with the 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 daughter father relationship in mm-hmm. Last of Us, you feel this relationship between mm-hmm. father and son. Mm-hmm. You have a Spartan father who's used to like kicking his son around, like you're gonna be a warrior when you grow up, like to teaching his son you know how to be a god so to speak. And like he's got to care for this kid. And as you see several times throughout the trailer, he starts getting mad at him when he uh, misses the deer in the beginning. And he's calms down. And he's like. Only fire when I say you're fine. Yeah. And then... Um, he mumbles like Tanner. <laughs> and then you get... I can't remember the name of the area, but in the top left corner, this, like, dragonfly-looking creature, like, swoops down and swoops back up. 
And a little farther down. Wyburn, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Coffee! No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. Um, it's, it's and then, um, uh, you finally catch up with the deer, you kill the deer, your son kills it, and you can take control of your son to actually uh, loose the arrow, and it takes him down and goes, just like that. <laughs> so, how, how did it go? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you press the sun button too. Like, yeah, the sun button. Yeah, it's, the a, sun it's a whole separate button that you have to plug into the controller. And has it's like the rumble pack. <laughs> <laughs> you had to buy. This is the Neo, actually. The Neo is the, the Neo. Soul. Yeah, it, you get a baby. <laughs> That's the Neo, yeah. and you yeah. have to raise it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's so funny because we were in the theater uh, watching the E3 experience. Uh, <laughs> whenever he puts the knife in, like on the on the uh, the deer, and then Kratos grabs his hand and pushes it down. Uh, Nick's like, oh, too much, too much, it's too real, it's too real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like cringing. Dude, I was, because I, I can't really handle animal death. Like, because, like, oh, I saw some, like, dead geese on the way, like, like, home from Rose's house, and I was just like, it's these geese I see, like, every day. And I'm like, oh, my geese. Quick anecdote. Uh, <laughs> don't tell them about how I hit that bat. The NX is going to have a sun button, but it's the the uh, sun from Super Mario 3. Oh God! <laughs> Makes every game harder. You press it and it soups down and destroys And the last two things in the trailer, of course, of course, are these. Okay. Or last three things, rather. Uh, you see the chains of chaos, uh, like that are seared into his skin. He's mm -hmm. trying to cover them. Right, up. right, right. And then it starts to pan out, and you see this giant snake. You think it's a road. Last four things, because there's a couple other things. Um, but it's moving. It's moving these trees. And in Norse mythology, it's a giant snake. I think it's called. Um, Jorman Gunder or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's called the World Snake. And this snake is so, <laughs> and it's, uh, this snake is so large that it wraps around the earth or Midgar and latches onto himself. And if you ever let's go, that's or my leg. Did you say Midgar? Man, does it? I don't know. Whatever. Same thing. Um, Midgar. Midgar. This snake is so big. Swamp. It's wrapping itself from Norse mythology to Final Fantasy. <laughs> yes. I want to say it's Midgar. It's, it's an it entire may, another universe. The, the snake thing was really cool. Yeah. Like, when you showed it to me, I was like, that's a road. And then you were like, no, Norse mythology. Boom, like, Wikipedia link. <laughs> Wikipedia, you always show it. And it's also, it's the middle child of Loki and a giantress. So that's kind of confirming that Loki's in the game. Sort of. That would be really cool. And then you, you kill Thor. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so stoked to kill Thor because uh, I hope it's uh, the Avengers, Avengers Thor, not like random. It's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, please. Hey. Or Chris Hemsworth is wearing his Ghostbusters outfit. <laughs> I'm just a secretary. <laughs> and then um, I'm the, <laughs> the son some, of Odin. You the see secretary. some like boats in that river, so mm -hmm. I assume there's gonna be some like human characters or maybe some Vikings that have died and are like ghosts now or whatever. And oh, then, yeah. finally, you see the dragon. Kratos is going to fight a freaking dragon. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm super stoked about it. So he's game. DLC the, in Skyrim. Dragon I mean, armor. And this kind of goes back to... There might know, be a mod for that. Uh, this is a game that's people that they fall in love with this game, and they're so used to it being a certain way, and Kratos being a certain character, <laughs> that like now they're reinventing the series. Uh, and that's what you can say, right? Because this isn't like God of War 4. It's just, just God of War. Like mm -hmm. we, It hasn't been... God o War. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people are looking at this game saying, oh, it's different. This isn't Kratos. You know, the Kratos that we know is, is vengeful and hateful and wants to destroy everything and da-da-da-da. Well, 
storyline wise, I think this is this is gonna be great, right? Because like the vengeful Kratos has already done his deed. He's done his, you know, he's leveled. He's leveled. <laughs> he's Greece. done the deed. All right. He has. He has. Um, you get a trophy for that too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, women, he, like Greece is decimated. He's moved on. We don't know like where in the timeline this could be. This could be hundreds of years later. See, that's I mean? my that's my theory. I think it that, like he didn't die because I mean who's left to kill him? True, and plus he's like demigod, so and he he sits on the throne of Zeus after we beat his face in, uh, doesn't he? Did, we just beat that game. Then he sit down on the throne, or, or is it just after you beat his face in? We're just I think just, in, I think in the third one, all credits. He like he stabs himself with that sword to let hope out, and then he's like laying down next to that ledge. Yeah, he sits in the the one he sits on the throne is the first one. Okay, okay, if ah. I remember correctly. Either way, I just played the remaster. Not too long. I think you just beat his face in, and then uh, what's her name appears, and you stab yourself with the sword, and you assume this is the end of Kratos. But then, like here he is now, and people are like, "Oh, that's not Kratos." Yeah, hmm. and uh, the developers like, well, "Actually, it is." Yeah, <laughs> cool I, story. I think that Surprise. it takes place hundreds of years later. I don't think this is like uh, shortly after. Hmm. I think that um, who knows? Yeah, his like you say, his spirit might have wa- may have wandered and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely don't think this is like very, very. Close. No, I mean I would like it better if if it, if it was like that. If he was immortal still. I, yeah. I love that how how next day they were when, when with coming out and telling you like details about the story because like we may not know details about the story of the New Zelda until like February or March of next year, right? But like with God of War is like they showed the trailer and everybody's like, "This is a creator. Oh, this is a reboot. This is uh, the." You know, such and such, and like the next day it was coming out. Oh, by the way, guys, this this is Kratos. <laughs> this is ABC. You this know? is Kratos' beard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just thought I thought that was cool because like they're not hiding it. Like they're 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 letting you know they mean business. They're they're taking the ser- the series a little bit more serious. They're listening to fan and fans and critic reactions about how Kratos was just empty, shallow character, which I never had a problem with. I didn't have a problem with me either. I thought I, it was I mean, like yeah. it, you. You get tricked into killing your family. I mean, how many other sides yeah. of a character can you have right, other than yeah. revenge? And you yeah. find out you're tricked again? Yeah. And then yeah. conspired against? Yep. You Plus, be one angry ninja. Plus, everyone looks at uh, part one, two, three as like this span of of games that like takes place over a course of years. So no, this cra- is like boom, boom, yeah, boom, boom, like boom. technically, this is like, like two days. The trilogy, yeah, the trilogy is like Kratos is Kratos ain't slept yet. Yeah, <laughs> he's going on a killing spree. He's you know. Yeah, I, I I thought that that Kratos' uh, six-game span was well put together. I thought it was awesome. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of them I haven't finished, but from what I've, everything I've played in them, I'm just like, man, this is awesome. And I like, I really feel like the Revenge story was good. Did you and beat I, Ascension? Oh, yeah. It was good. I wore that game good. out. I didn't feel like the weapons were as good as they were in, like, three. Three um, was way better than the rest of them. Yeah. For Ascension to come out after the fact, I... Uh, my worry was actually we're going to get all this new cool stuff that didn't exist in the previous games. I'm like, wait a minute now. Yeah. This is the first game. Um, but I really I really like <clears throat> Ascension. I think my in order of my favorite would be uh, 3 is my favorite, then Ascension. No. Uh, then 1 and 2. I, don't, I have a hard time remembering the difference between the two of them because neither one of them I actually beat to completion. I'm actually pretty close, yeah. but... Uh, and then the uh, two little PSP side stories. Right. So, right. Yeah, excited about it. I'm, I'm it very excited. So about it. God works me good. The uh, what's his name? Balrog. He's named after a Street Fighter character, apparently. The lead developer. 
I literally, literally named him after that. Like that's a thing, or no, no, that's his last that? name, Balrog. Something uh, Corey, Corey Balrog. Help me out here. I like it. You know hmm. his name, Pierre Balrog. We'll call him Dave. We'll call him Dave. Davey Balrog. Oh, that's not his name. Davey. His last name is Balrog. I remember seeing that. Be like, ah, it's uh, Balrog from Street Fighter. Anyways, he worked on the original God of Wars, so he was like the lead developer on the second one, which is considered the best. So he kind of in- invented the series. And then uh, left to uh, pursue a career in like center photography, and so he so he worked on uh, the order, <laughs> pretty much. No, he you know so his his uh, writing style has, has matured, and we see that in this game. You can definitely see it. So it's it's going to be really exciting to see this, and I can't stand it. Like there's like this curse that comes with uh, like The Last of Us, where every game now that has a good story, they're all like, oh, it's like The Last of Us. Well, that's kind of a kind of an elementary assessment of a game, right? Like, just because it has a good story doesn't mean it's the Last of Us, oh, right? Savage. It's like Days Gone, you know? Oh yeah. Like, oh, it's so Last of Us. Well, why is it Last of Us? Because just because there's funny company, pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's unfair to a game to to say that, you know? How many over the over the shoulder shooters have we had since Resident Evil Four? A lot. <laughs> yeah, like that have involved zombies. So basically, what you're saying is because that was the first one to do that, they're all at Resident Evil Four. I like your style. I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I guess that wraps us up for today. Do uh, been a very good show. Yeah, yeah. you've been a good show. I like your show. Since we had a quick shot of that, I don't condone punching women. <laughs> <laughs> did you just punch a woman? Yeah. yeah. And then apologize? Yeah, I did. What are you, Canadian? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, in her defense, she beat you to death with her post staff, so. Yeah. And it's a climb attack? Thank you. Did Casual. you give her euphoria? I wish. My girlfriend don't watch this. I can say that. This has been Remember the Loot, <laughs> a proven gamer podcast. <laughs> yep, uh, thank you so much good. for listening. Uh, if you're watching on and YouTube. Watching. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. We are still doing game giveaways for likes on uh, iTunes. So head reviews. over to iTunes. Uh, check out the rumor loot. We have gained a handful of reviews, and we do appreciate all those who have written in, but continue to do so. We want to move up that page. We want to be what's hot. We want to be news and noteworthy so that we can continue to get in here and give you guys good shows and give you very good time. We want to make podcasts great again. Make podcasts great. You ever seen Donald again. Trump's like thumbs up? It's like, is it, is it a good thumbs up? It's like a, it's like a trophy. Oh, <laughs> oh, Donald Trump confirmed. <laughs> oh God, that one's really. That bad. was the most excited you've ever been for a trophy. I think you just gave me pinka. No, Probably. stop it. Just one. This is, just one. This is my poo hand. Just one. <laughs> you know you can find my poo hand? Where? At Resident Daryl on Twitter. Oh, he at Resident Daryl on Twitch, which I have not streamed in a while, but I will soon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be streaming some Umbrella Corps. 100% It's happening. I, for some reason, my mind thought when you went to, my mind thought you were going to say, I will be streaming some Umbilical Cord. Same thing. <laughs> it is. It, it will okay. be prone. And it will be fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got weird. Come on, guys. You can find me on every facet. Is that the right word? Faucet? Facet? Facet? Faucet? Flaccid. Find me on Twitter at MGS underscore Daniel25. Find me on PSN at MGS underscore Daniel25. 
uh, Holla at me at in Space Zone Rainbow Six Siege. Umbrella Core. Because that game. Rainbow Six Siege, Umbrella Core. Umbrella Core. Nick. You can go. You can me? prone call on that game, uh, game too. Yes, me. Ah, uh, you can take your wiener schnitzel rubbing fingers, and you can go to any social media and type in B Button Guy, and you'll find me. Or type in wiener schnitzel. Wiener schnitzel, yeah, man. Speaking of, you guys ever see um, Hoodwink? No. No, it's an animated film that has like a wiener schnitzel joke. Well, not wiener schnitzel joke, but there's a song about wiener schnitzel. And I'll never get this shot of this little tiny German kid and his little knickers or whatever they're called. What are they called? Whoa, we can't say that here. They're, called, they're called Venus. This is a joke. It's no, a not that. What is it? What are the stockings? Lederhosen. Yeah. And his little lederhosen, and he's shoving this wiener stencil up his nose <laughs> while the song is going on. Just like straight up, like straight in there. So I'll put a clip here. And there it was. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I like it. That's why people watch the show. For the oh, wiener schnitzel. Cheever, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at T underscore underscore. 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 <laughs> you can find Skirt. Underscore. Call at a girl on Unskirt. <laughs> T <laughs> underscore bird 803 on Twitter. <laughs> My and full name is T. I ain't scared bird. I ain't scared. You can find me on Twitch, PSN, and, and Xbox Live at T bird 803. I ain't scared. Xbox Live. Xbox Live. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up. Remember the loot at ProvingGamer.com. Go to ProvingGamer.com and check us out. Uh, we have news, reviews, previews, and podcasts, including Yours Truly and Trophy Whores, which goes up uh, every week as well. Every Wednesday, I believe. Yes, Wednesday? Yeah, when Wednesday. Wednesday like when, whenever when they, they get like, around to doing stuff. Kind of like us. Time. They don't give a crap. They just post it whenever. And crap. Don't give a crap. What it is to see, we've made them look so bad on Proving Gamer. With how we have a timely show, on time, every time, and they are never on time. Matter of fact, they they're they're you can't you can't depend on them. We're obviously better out of the brand. And so what they've done is they started hijacking our time. They're like, oh really? Eight o'clock? Nah, nah, fam. Nah, fam. Nah, fam. Five in the afternoon. So what we got to do is everybody tweet at Tricky Mick at Tricky Mick. Stop sucking. Hashtag stop all the sucking. You can actually holler at us on the show source. Hit us up on Twitter, at Remember the Loot, L-O-O-T, not L-U-T-E. Hit us up on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, if you want to have fun conversations with us just like this. Finish it, Frosty. <laughs> Come on in, fam. Come on Come in. Come on in. I need to open. I love this part. <laughs> Imagine you like Rick James. <laughs> you want to cheat? Oh, I can't even get you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go make it amazing. We'll put his feet up here. Yeah, that's us. That's that's us. Us. This, 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 this thing is falling apart. Run, Good Lord. shut her down. Near Hoosen. If you go to Rick James' house, you'll get punished. You go to Bill Cosby's house, you go to sleep. Try again.